168 of Open Your Toys cast, our, I guess, official Comic-Con episode. We're going to be covering some other stuff as well, but that's right, it's San Diego Comic-Con week, and what better event for a podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time, and those are Rock, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Masters of the Universe, and Star Wars. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and, uh, while G.I. Joe definitely had, as usual, has had a disappointing Comic-Con, man, Star Wars was not far behind, but we'll get to that eventually. Um, if you'd like to kick it with us, uh, the place to do that is on our Facebook group, that's facebook.com slash group slash open your toys. There we've got a small but dedicated group of people that love to talk to us. If you want to hear, or if you want to hear, if you want to see everything that we're talking about, you can go to OpenYourToys.com at the top of the page. You'll see the link to the show notes. We have links to everything, and I mean everything that's worth talking about at San Diego Comic-Con. Also, as well as all these links I'm about to tell you about, like subscribing through RSS feed, subscribing through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Smart Radio... Uh, If you just want to follow the show, you don't really want to talk toys, you just want to see when shows are announced or maybe when we post our show notes so you can chime in on them, you can do that at our Facebook page at facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast. Uh, Skipping these other things until we get them. If you'd like to email us, you can find us at team at openyourtoys.com. And then our voicemail is 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. You can text that as well if you don't want to, if you don't like talking, I guess. Um, Lotus, where can people find you, sir? Uh, they can head over to YouTube and uh, just type in Lotus Stark, and they can find me out there. Uh, yeah, Mr. Privacy himself. Only one outlet for his creativity, but it's a very good one. I love it. And Rock, same with you, right? I I just snapped about that. You both just have YouTube. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm on Facebook as well. Yeah, well, of course. If you got to be, if you're in the group, you got to have your Facebook too. But 
Uh, where where can they find you on YouTube, Rock? Search for Rock the Farting Dad, where you will see all my ring camera videos. Yeah, and I think it. I think it's been yeah, because it took me so long to get this out that I I watched your Fourth uh, of July fireworks one. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> fireworks, baby. <laughs> In my uh, pants. <laughs> if you want to find me, I'm on Facebook as well. And I do lurk on Instagram at Slick McFavorite if you want to follow me there. I will eventually post content there. Not really on Twitter, but you can also email me at slick at openyourtoys.com. Mr. Stark, what are you drinking, sir? Before we do whatever, what are we drinking, I just want to shout out uh, the sixth scale scavengers. Uh, I got to meet one of the hosts, Brian, and uh, so that was kind of cool. So that's, and I know we don't do anything with hot toys, and you guys are kind of against them, and <laughs> but uh, it's all about uh, it's all about hot toys, and it's a lot of fun. And you know, I uh, I'm kind of like an OG over there because I I've kind of been down that road, and I still follow a lot of the stuff. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, checking this out right now podcast very nice very nice they got a really good podcast and uh yeah really really great guys uh brian and chris tj are the the host of the show and then there's there's other folks that are involved as well they do a youtube show and they do participation from all of the uh, people that are inside of their their little private group so it's pretty cool they uh a lot of interaction and not really a whole lot of drama on the YouTube side. It's uh, I think we got we got Steve, we got Myla, we got Allison, and then there's uh, there's a bunch of people that sometimes they they swap in and out. So I don't know. It's it's good. It's a good group. Uh, no drama. That's what that's what I like about it. Yeah, for sure. And they're relatively new. Yeah, which yeah, is always yeah. nice. I. I I think people get intimidated when they come into, especially like even me, like, like a realm of collectors, Mm -hmm. you get into these like, uh, you know, little subgroups and these people know each other so well. And there's all these inside jokes and stuff like that. And I think people get intimidated to try to join, uh, join groups or start listening to podcasts that have been around forever. So it's kind of nice to get in on like the ground floor of something, but you also shouldn't be intimidated by groups. It's the more the merrier. Kind yeah. Of thing. I mean, it's just in the, in, in the hot toys world, there's a lot of, a lot of drama and stuff. And oh, there's, I there's, there's big, that. big groups on Facebook that have like 30,000 members. And when you have 30,000 members, you're, you're going to have, uh, you're going to have a lot of drama. So yeah. Well, shit, the cafe only has like 8,000. Yeah. Look at that. That's like cafe. a dumpster fire. <laughs> the cafe is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it is crazy. <laughs> So, so. Um, all right. Well, good shout out. Like I say, you're right. I don't play with dolls, so I. I'm no, I understand. But. I understand. I mean, I posted that statue, and you guys, you know, you guys didn't really even like that statue, that <laughs> King Kong statue. Like I'm like, you're like, oh, I agree with Glenn. I'm like, okay, well, you know, <laughs> when you're paying twelve hundred dollars for something, you want to make sure that it is done to the T. So yeah. you know, make sure it's got actual fur and. You know, you want to make it look like it's alive. I, I totally agree with him on those those creatures, though. The creatures yeah. are really, really whacked. But no. I thought Kong, I, Kong is just really cool, you know? No, I agree. I 
those creatures aside, I really enjoyed the movie itself. You know, I like yeah. the trail of Kong in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, like I say, I mean, I do agree with them. Like real world monsters. We don't need weird, you know, jumbo spiders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, thought, I thought the idea of that movie was, it was like either it was, it was in a different dimension when they crossed over or was it just a part of a world that wasn't developed or I can't really put together what it actually was when they, when they took, you know, when they went over to that side of the Island. I thought it was the latter. I thought it was just a place like completely like removed from evolution to where, to where these things evolved and Kong evolved and you know, that kind of thing. But, but uh, we'll be starting our uh, Kong Skull Island podcast next week. So (laughs) we'll see. Uh, rock what or oh sorry no lotus you didn't answer i it's I don't just think we need it's it. lg yeah it's <laughs> lg fridge water i'm back i did that juice thing i know we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks i did that juice thing for about a week and maybe a week and three days and i just couldn't do it anymore <laughs> so, well that's that's pretty good to go that yeah. long at least though yeah so yep man vegas is gonna be losing a lot of money and all them people that had uh lotus you know, drinking juice for uh, you know, two to one odds this week. <laughs> Damn. So if you had Lotus drinking juice, you lost. Yeah, I was gonna say I would never <laughs> bet on that. Always bet on LG fridge water. <laughs> and if we have any new listeners, and if I have an LG fridge and I drink massive amounts of water inside of a Bubba keg, so Oh, I keep forget. You got to bring up the Bubba keg more often because I oh. think that's the more interesting part of the LG fridge water. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Rock, what about you? You drinking anything special to celebrate our Comic Con episode? Yeah, I'm drinking Maiden Brooklyn Coney Island's hard root beer. Ooh. It's Coney Island hard root beer with a twist of an old favorite, with hints of vanilla, licorice, and birch. This root beer will have you back to the boardwalk, 5.8% alcohol. This is actually pretty good. Hell yeah. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, that, that sounds good. And, I, I don't, and I'm not a drinker, but I got to tell you, that sounds really good. I like root beer, like normal root beer. So. Have you ever tried uh, Not Your Father's Root Beer, Rock or Lotus? I have. This actually tastes a little bit better. Nice. Yeah. Oh, sounds good. Yeah, you should you should try it on a night you want to splurge, get a little get a little alcohol in your bloodstream, Lotus. See, I don't, I, I just, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't understand what alcohol does for you. You know, yeah. I just don't, I just don't, you know, get it. But yeah, and coming yeah. from the alcoholism side of it, it's hard. To, <laughs> it's hard to explain. Like, it makes life better. I guess is what I. <laughs> See, I'm a pretty, I mean, I'm a pretty relaxed person as it is. Like, I don't, I don't feel that I'm like high strung or anything. So I don't, I don't know. Is, does it, I mean, obviously it, 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 you know, it relaxes you, right? So. Yeah, it relaxes you. It relaxed me so much today. I took a nap. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> but, uh. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, That sounds amazing, Rock. Uh, I wish we could get stuff like that out here, but I have never seen anything besides uh, Not Your Father's Root Beer, unfortunately. Yeah, I got this in one of those build-your-own six-packs at the uh, local supermarket. 
But maybe yeah, maybe because it's lo- more local to me being from Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. I am, uh, speaking of local, I'm drinking Pike's Peak. Uh, it's one of the tallest peaks in the country, if not, it might be the tallest, but uh, from Monument, Colorado. This is uh, Tava Raza. This is a sour American red ale with raspberry. Kicking in at 6.5%. It says, Tava, or sun, is the Ute word that was given by these first people to the mountain that we now call Pike's Peak. This American red is kettle sour, fermented with raspberries, and dry hopped with mosaic and lemon drop hops for a perfect, approachable, sweet, and tart flavor and it's baller like i'm a i'm a red fan to begin with you know if i go if i go hoppy i go red i i don't take it all the way to the ipa like a lot of people love around here um and so a red sour is like right up my alley and then you throw some fruit in there and you're just killing it for a good summer beer so i'm digging what? it like a mofo so what what is I mean I, I hear that term I mean I see that like I mean I still go I mean I go to the grocery aisle and I like look around and stuff I don't buy any of this stuff but what does IPA mean like what is what is that It's an imperial pale ale and so imperial is a and I may be wrong so beer drinkers don't impale me if I am uh, that's kind of a cool like play on words uh (laughs) imperial is a type of hop as far as i'm aware okay and so an imperial pale ale is is a very hoppy beer and there's there's american ipas there's british ipas there's double ipas there's you know there's every version of this and basically the way i look at it even if i'm incorrect about the imperial being a specific term um an ipa is just a super hoppy beer which makes it like and i don't want to say bitter because ipa drinkers will say it's not bitter but it's Mm -hmm. a it's an extremely strong beer okay so it's kind of like if you're a coffee drinker you graduate from your parents folgers and then you might go get an americano or whatever it's called right like the basic right. thing at starbucks and then you yeah. move up to like espresso espresso you know? yeah yeah I, and, I hear you so so compared to compared to a guinness because i've seen you know some of my friends get guinness that's a real dark beer so does that make a difference is that no it doesn't that's okay. actually pretty low on the hop scale like it's ah, not okay. not very bitter it's it's so stouts and porters are going to be darker uh but i've seen pale ales that are like super see-through and then i've seen them where they're almost so dark you can't see through them gotcha um but yeah it's <laughs> it's one of those things okay. and like i say i even though i drink all kinds of different types of beers and stuff like that i do not even pretend to be a beer expert whatsoever because even my my new place of work man those people like blow me away with their beer knowledge but Mm. all i know is i don't like ipas um 
I'll, I'll drink a fruity IPA every once in a while because the, the fruit will take away from the bitterness a little bit or the, the strength of it. But Okay. Well, that's a uh, good good uh, knowledge there. Um, the only ale that I know is ginger ale. Oh. Come on! <laughs> All right. You can get a not your dad's ginger ale as well. You can get an alcoholic ginger ale I, if you. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I have no interest in alcohol. I just I don't know. see the need for alcohol. I don't know. Sorry. Yep. No, I love it. Trust me. I. I hope my daughter grows up that way, and I wish I was that way because I feel a strong need for alcohol on a consistent basis. <laughs> well, on a side note, Lotus, how much weed do you smoke in a week? <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. I don't feel a need to have weed. <laughs> now, that I'm is something I'll. Boring, you know, when you, I'm probably the most boring person in the world, you know. I, I literally, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't, man, I kind of feel like uh, I'm on the other side for some reason. And that's okay. You don't have to feel bad about that. Like yeah. I say, people that smoke a lot of weed are, are, impressed with you lotus that you can go through life enjoying yourself without needing all of these chemicals produce dopamine in your fucking brain all it does is release endorphins produce dopamine it it produces fake versions of happiness you know so if you can go through your life with satisfied with the amount of happiness that your life brings you without all of this that's the best thing in the world you know, like, and Mrs. McFavorite and I drink masses of amounts of alcohol to release the same amount of dopamine as you feel when you spend all day working in your yard and you're like, look how amazing this is, you know? Yeah, so. I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't consider myself the most happiest guy. I'm pretty, I'm kind of, I'm not really, no, I just, deal, I just deal with life. I mean, I don't, no one, I just deal with the shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's you true. Know? That's true. So, so if you ever want to be more happy, weed, alcohol, and if you really want to get crazy, Coke, man. Coke will make you, <laughs> Coke will make you feel like your life is perfect in, in about 30 seconds. <laughs> no matter whether you're homeless or you're rich, it'll make you feel like your life's perfect. And that's why it, what makes it so addictive. <laughs> or if you take one painkiller and have one alcoholic beverage, then you really feel. You know, good. that's an, that's another thing is I I don't like when the uh, like uh, when I had my wisdom teeth pulled. I had my wisdom teeth pulled as an adult, and um, you know uh, I got the uh, got all the Vicodin and Percocet, and you know I, I filled I filled the prescriptions like you know I filled them out. And, uh, I just was scared to take them, you know, because I've never, I just don't take that stuff. So I was just, yeah. I was kind of scared that something, you know, I mean, I don't know. I just, I didn't take it. So it all expired. So Same thing. Oh, and it doesn't expire. So if you still yeah. have it. Yeah, I still have my, all of it. Send it my I'll way. I'll trade you transform. Oh, I'm not going to send it anywhere, but <laughs> I'm not sending it anywhere. <laughs> oh shit. All right. I'll send you Ectotron. all right uh uh, the drug and alcohol podcast is going to be our new one coming out yeah we got we got a kong we got kong (laughs) podcast we got drug and alcohol podcast 
We got everything going on here. Oh, I love it. All right. I Sorry. One more thing, and we're going to move on to con news, which is San Diego Comic-Con. Is I, I love one of, my, one of our reviews on iTunes was like, they're super knowledgeable. I love... I love the female point of view on things. I just wish they didn't have to reference alcohol all the time. Um, and I, that review sticks with me in my head. I, I love that one. <laughs> yeah, so they could that skip was the probably what are we drinking Lotus. part. That was probably Lotus before he was a host. He was like, I just don't know why they have to talk about alcohol all the time. <laughs> it, was, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, con news. San Diego Comic-Con happened. This It's happening. Well, actually. Oh, no. Yeah. It literally finished a half an hour ago. The con closes at uh, 3 p.m. on Sundays uh, uh, Pacific time. And uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of Comic-Con stuff. Right at the, uh, the main link on our San Diego Comic-Con uh, show notes is to toyark.com. This is the same uh, group that runs uh, TFW and His Tank. And they just absolutely kill it with their coverage. I don't know how many people they have that, that do this stuff for them. But it is just absolutely amazing. If you if you go to one link in our show notes, go to this link and look at just anything that catches your eye. Hey, are you a uh, Cowboy Bebop fan? Are you a Westworld fan? You know, go check out the the things that you're interested in, and you'll see pictures of the booth, all that amazing stuff on there. Uh, but we're going to get into Transformers first. First up, preview night. So this is uh, this happened on Wednesday. This is everybody's first shot. You got about it opens up at five, and you have till nine. So you have about four hours. The only thing going on is the exhibit hall. No panels, no nothing. Uh, so you get about four hours in there to go see all the booths, everything that was set up, and. Uh, Excuse me. The big takeaway here uh, was some new cassette. Well, let's start with something I don't really know about, but Battlemaster Rung, and it says yes, IDW Rung. So for IDW fans, this uh, pink and uh, baby blue and purple Decepticons seem to be a big deal, and it's they're a cool looking set. They yeah, combine. That's cool and, colors. Yeah. Cool, you know, really, really nice colors. Exactly. So uh, if you're an IDW fan, you're probably excited about that, as was the writer of this uh, article. Um, but what really got me excited was we get to see if you're a comic fan, you get to see Rumble. If you're a cartoon fan, you get to see Frenzy in a War for Cybertron. Uh, uh, mode or style as well as Ratbat and those got me super excited I'm glad to see we're getting more cassettes for uh, War for Cybertron Soundwave there and then who is that after them is uh the the red and blue the the kit? orange no the oh. orange dude is that because the uh, red it looks and like blues, wheelie yeah oh, no, it's not wheelie I, never mind uh, i don't know who he is yeah 
Yeah, it does look like Wheelie, but it must be something from IDW. He's yeah, tar- yeah. he's a not a target master, what a, a weaponizer, or whatever yep. they're calling him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my first thought was that is Wheelie because he's very purpley, but he's got to be something from IDW. So another another thing we had had not seen or had not gotten leaked. Um, everything else um, we had pretty much seen. Uh, did we know about Galactic? Did we know about the Radio Shack Shockwave, the Galactic Man? Not, not since our last show. Okay, gotcha. but it did get announced before Comic Con. Okay. That's gotcha. why I didn't include it. Um, I thought that was cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. A, a Shockwave is cool, um, and I thought Shockwave was a knockoff. Like, I thought that was a knockoff that was available in Radio Shacks back in the day. Because that was my first sighting of Shockwave in my life was because I went to, my mom went to a salon that in the salon there was a Tuesday morning and a Radio Shack. And again, this is as a, like, a nine, ten-year-old kid, my mom was like, yeah, just stay in the shopping center. I was allowed to just like go go into any store I wanted while she got her hair done as a ten year old yeah. kid. Well, that, so, that's how it was back in the day. Yeah, exactly. But I remember I I remember seeing the box Galactic Man. The my yeah. most favorite memories of going into Rio Shack. I Rio Shack was definitely a store that I was allowed to go to as a young lad and uh <laughs> I always used to look at the table, you know, how they had all those tables set up with mm-hmm. all of those electronics, like just their, you know, their brand, their own brand, Radio Shack Realistic. And, you know, they were just all, uh, all on the table. And I remember, you know, you, you remember the arm, Armatron, it was like a claw. It was like a robotic claw. I don't know if you remember that, but that's I something I remember as well. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, Galactic Man, that was, uh, I thought that would, was just a Radio Shack name. Yeah. Well, and that's what I would say. I mean, like, like I say, I wouldn't know what a KO was when I was a kid. But yeah, same thing. Same thing with the uh, with uh, the GoBots knockoffs or maybe they weren't knockoffs. Maybe they were just repackaged generics or something. Um, But do you remember? Well, you may not remember them, but you know what I'm talking about, right? The blue packaging uh, no, I uh, I don't. Oh, oh my god! No. Oh, Did they god. come out with a tray like they were they were put inside like a tray like a kind of like the way like the Black Series figures are at Star Wars? The yeah, the Nova Go bots. Yeah, those, those are definitely. Okay. I mean, I don't know. You know what? We're talk we're talking about this stuff, and we were just too young to even know. So yeah, it exactly. really makes no difference. I mean, I I like I said when I when I was when I was a kid, I had all these weird ones. Like I had a slot machine and a little pinball table transformer. Like and they weren't transformers. I don't know where my mom got them from, but. <laughs> So, yeah, um, and that's pretty much it for preview night. Uh, that was things we hadn't seen as of yet. Um, and then let's see back over here. Uh, so the panel recap, uh, pretty good panel from what I take from posts on forums and that kind of stuff. Uh, I I am literally going to be skimming this. And again, 
OpenYourToys.com, top of the page, show notes. You can see links to all of this. Uh, more fan votes are coming soon. Um, the panel featured two long-term, uh, long-time uh, uh, people that affected our brand. First was Flint Dill. He's the writer and story editor for the G1 cartoon and also somebody's name i'm not even going to try to pronounce but he's a longtime veteran toy designer takashi kanaharo kanaharo uh designer for takara tomi also known as the transformers god having designed toys from g1 to the live action movies so that's pretty baller uh, let's see, lots of cyberverse stuff that I saw, which I'm just like, I, it just can't pull me in. I, I gave it a shot. I bought a couple figures and I'm just like, nope. I watched a couple episodes and I'm like, nope, I just can't do it. So, nope. yes. um, some things that, uh, again, got announced before the con, uh, we got Spinister, Crosshairs, Ape Face, which the Ape Face looks amazing. I think we talked about. We, we talked about. The, we talked yeah, about. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say all that stuff is old. G one uh, Refractor is the that's the big boy. Yeah, that's so we get a G one color uh, or toy accurate G one Refractor uh, with a Crimson as a blast effect, which is really interesting. Which basically just means he has a plug probably on his back, but. Uh, Interesting thing here is it comes with additional pieces and uh, Otto, one of my longtime friends uh, on uh, on the group, had brought this up. Somebody had, I think Peter posted like a fan mode of Refractor, like a, a pretty cool like spaceship mode of three Refractors together. Um, and then he, uh, I think it was Otto was saying that there was going to be a multi, a rumored multi-pack with the flash and the actual shutter release button as accessories. And sure enough, here it is. Yeah. It's a three pack, by the way, you don't have to buy them separately. Yeah. And pre-orders in already, but I'll tell you what, Especially after some of the MP releases, like from uh, Make Toys and MMC, uh, after I bought the three-pack from the Collector's Club, um, after the Perfect Effect little mini uh, three-pack that were all the cartoon-accurate colors, I may cancel that that toy accurate color that, that's I, the I, thing that's the thing is you know this is a japanese toy so we didn't we didn't have that so i have no emotional connection now i did same. own i did own the hasbro but that was uh i'm sorry i owned the g1 original but that was just as a collector as an adult collector mm-hmm. i bought the mail away set so yeah. My only connection is when I had that, which was back in like, I think it was like 2008 when I had that thing. So, you know, yeah, I agree with you, man. I I mean, there's no, I have no emotional attachment, no nostalgic attachment to a G1 colored, ref, well, they're calling it refractor, but it's reflector. It's a camera. Yeah, exactly. So I think I'm kind of a mindset is, 
Um, again, I have this whole plan to try to get those figures at a at a twenty percent discount. So looking at sixteen bucks instead of twenty bucks a piece. Like mm-hmm. I think if I can find three in the wild and get them at that price, I'll probably cancel that G one version, even if it does come with that extra accessory accessories. They weren't that impressive to me, yeah. and and the more I looked at it, you know, I I knee jerked and pre ordered them. Uh, Peter is yeah. great. Triple A, we have a we have a private group messenger uh, thread, and he's great at like go 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 order these things, <laughs> and I and I knee jerk stuff all the time from that. So I appreciate that, Peter. And uh, but yeah, it's a pre order. I right don't. Now. My phone was blowing up. I'm trying. <laughs> to concentrate trying to trying to do some programming and uh he's blowing my phone up i'm like i need to so i muted you guys because that was crazy last week well i was trying to take a nap today and you guys were going back oh, and forth about yeah. your gigapower shit i know so, I and know. i don't well, know how to mute I, maybe that's what i need to learn how to do <laughs> yeah you just just click on the top and just you can just mute it <laughs> But yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Um, a a uh, three pack that we didn't know that was coming was announced. This is going to be an Amazon exclusive. So this is a Decepticon Impactor again. So Impactor is uh, uh, one of the wreckers, but this is a Decepticon version of them. And then a clear blue Mirage with toy head instead of, uh, I guess, a more uh, cartoon accurate head. And then Power Dasher made out of COG. Uh, and and that one, I'm like, again, knee-jerk reaction. I pre-ordered it, but that one is probably going to get canceled. Yeah, I mean, you got to have connections to these. I mean, do you have do you have a connection to Power Dasher? Like, I don't even. I'll be no, honest, I don't even no, know who I, Power Dasher I, is. I'm right there with you. I watched. Uh, I watched uh, Deluxe's. Uh, Deluxe has been doing really good with like his like news videos like what's new in transformers he's going crazy it's so funny i love the guy but man he is putting out so many videos it's crazy and more power to him he's a student he has the time to do it you know and he showed a picture i think he graduated i I don't know i think he graduated (laughs) i think he's i think he's out of college at this point so i don't know uh, he put a picture up of the G1, and I'm like, yep, never seen that toy in my life. So, yeah, I'm with you. I don't know who that is. I do like the clear blue Mirage. Uh, I did love the Wreckers, um, but obviously not enough to know that there was a Decepticon impactor or to remember that enough. But anyways, uh, let's see. Phantom Strike... Oh, yeah, the other three and or the other multi-packs, let's call them that, uh, Amazon exclusive. So that was the uh, Skywarp with multiple wep- weaponizers or whatever you want to call them. And then uh, the one that I am super excited about is the repaint of flywheels into the cassettes. Um, those are available for pre-order as well. 
let's see. Siege Ratchet will be a Walgreen exclusive. It's up for pre-order right now. We haven't linked to it, but if you really want that Siege Ratchet, it's available at Walgreens.com. Um, yeah, Lancer and Galactic Man Shockwave. Uh, Run Amuck, which you called it, Lotus. I totally uh, yeah, <laughs> I called that last week or last time we recorded a couple weeks ago. I, I, I called that. That's awesome. And, and what's crazy is see, this is kind of so he's part of that new Amazon exclusive, right? Isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So I'm so, like, yeah. how does he win? And he's already included in an item that's up for pre-order. So... Yeah, makes me uh, makes me question those those fan votes a yep. little bit. Yeah, they're they're already they're they already know. They already yeah. Know. Um, and then uh, talking has lab Unicron, which I I went in today. I did it with tax. Did you really? Yeah, with tax six hundred and thirteen dollars or something mm. like that. Or yeah, I mean at oh, least no, they're no, no, they're six hundred and forty dollars. Yeah. So I yeah. mean they're tacking you know, they're saying that it's free shipping, but it's really not free shipping. I mean this like seventy five bucks or whatever is in there, you know. Because yeah. what is it? It's five seventy five. It says yeah, free exactly. shipping. So seventy five is probably for shipping, blah blah blah, you know. And they they're saying eight thousand backers. The barge barely got five thousand right before the end of it and it just jumped up once it got met like once people knew it was going to be made then that's when everybody started doing yep. it and yeah. i think that's going to backfire here i don't think this is going to go through I yeah well the the, the sale barge had what almost nine thousand of them yeah so yeah and I think they're saying, oh, we got 9000 for that. Let's make it 8000 yeah. for this. And what they don't realize is that it made the 5000 they were asking for. And then within a week, they gained that other 4000 you know, but whatever. I don't, well, I don't. well, the barge had a big jump because they threw in that free figure, too. Oh, was that, was that when there was? Yeah, uh, they added the yak okay. face that you could only get through the barge that came with the coin. So it's going to be a variant packaging than the regular vintage yeah. release. So that's what really pushed people over. Well, there wasn't that figure for like 150. There wasn't a vintage release at that point. Remember the yak face news came first, yeah. including with the barge and well, then I mean, later collection. on. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't know about the yak face. That's why people were upset that because they thought yak face was going to be 100 percent exclusive to the barge like oh there, yeah that, oh that, yeah that, that was the first news afterwards. and then after everything right. was backed they said oh yeah we'll just make the yak face separately and put it in the vintage collection for 20 bucks <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's and- probably in my opinion why i think it's eight thousand instead of five thousand who knows what their price per unit is if they only made five thousand compared to eight thousand Maybe that extra three thousand at the factory really knocks oh, down the right. price point. That could be true. That's what I'm thinking. Mm, I don't know. I, I, I think this thing. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I don't see a whole lot of. I mean, there's a it, it, there's a lot of kibble uh, on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at those sides, that, those side not side but like three quarter shots, uh, Unicron has this huge like. Backpack. His dome is like a very th- big, thick dome that's hanging off of his back. Yeah. 
Dive. And then you got all of the, you know, the potato chips on the on the leg, which look very <laughs> fragile to me. They look fragile. That's my know? main concern. I don't mind them being there, you yeah. know. Uh, and some people have said, like, I hope we can just remove those and stuff. I don't mind them being there, but I agree with you. They look, they look like they're held on by like single hinges at points. Yeah, and, and they, like yeah, that. and you, yeah. you have to pull them. You know, you have to expand them like an accordion, and just they just, I can see stress marks. Like I, I just oh, envision stress marks. You know. Yeah. No, so. I'm. I'm voting with my dollars. I'm saying okay, if you're yeah. going to make I mean, this, cool. I'm going to back you. But I agree. I don't think it's going through. I'm ready no. if it does, no. but I don't think it's well, going to go through. So, so, so you feel that if they get up to, let's say, 5,000 backers, you don't think that they're going to come out and say, listen, guys, we didn't make 8,000, but we got, we got 5,000 people interested. We're going to do it. No. They'll shoot themselves in the foot. People will really? never, they'll never trust them again. Really? Anytime they launch a project like this, they'll be like, oh, okay. So long as it gets 70%, they're going to be cool to do it. No, I, I think you got to stand. If I'm Hasbro, you got to stand strong. If it doesn't hit that, it doesn't mean they won't give it another try sometime, or they. it doesn't mean they won't downsize so, so it. So let me, or, let, let's, let's spin this a different way since we're talking about a big, giant basketball. Um, so what if, what if it gets to 5,000 and then they, they add 3,000? They, cause we, we don't know, we don't know how the numbers work. So oh, what if you it, mean it hits 5,000 real people and they just up the number? Yep. You, <laughs> we made it guys. Because it's already probably in production. You saw all of those pictures. Oh, they had yeah, they had gray prototypes. They had colored prototypes. They had all kinds of stuff there. Multiple, yeah. multiple versions of, like, multiple copies of him. And if it wasn't that far in the production, like, I don't know. I mean, like, I you, you saw the pictures where it had yeah. him... Um, you know, in the the Earth, uh, the the planet mode, and then next to it, there he was in robot mode. So I mean, and they didn't look like, you know, garbage painted, you know, plastic. It looked like it was real printed, you know, or real. I don't know. Maybe it could be just pre printed as well. Because yeah, you know, but no, I, know, I, I just. Feel they get to 5,000, you know, or 6,000 and they need 8,000 and then they just, you know, they just push the button. All right, Sam, let's go ahead and you know, <laughs> ramp that thing up to 2,000, you know, ramp that up. Yep. And then the balloons drop and yeah, we made it guys. Cause we're never going to know, you know, yeah. there's no list. There's no list of people. Well, it's just the way with the fan vote. The fan vote is it. I think, I think if you're being realistic, the fan vote is rigged. And so, yeah, if they rig it to where they can save face and still say we made it, look how amazing you guys are, then, yeah, yeah I, I I could see that <laughs> happening. I, I just feel that they're, you know, they, I just think that it's already in production. That's what, that's how I feel about it. And Rock, are you, are you next up? Did you back it already? No, I have no way to put that thing. It looks incredible, but yeah, I I, I think Lewis is right. I do think they either spent a lot of money 3D printing this thing in-house or they, they already have it rolling in the in the factories getting it ready. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the molds will be the the big cost. Like, something this big, I could see that being, I, I mean, easily a million dollars in molds, right? Really? Really? I don't know. I mean, it's... It, it, 500000 What are you thinking, Lotus? I just don't think molds cost that much money. I mean, a mold is a is a hunk of of metal that is CNC machined, you know, super tight tolerances and it's, you know, two halves that are pressurized and they they, you know, squirt the plastic in and because the mold is not going to move, your plastic moves and you get a toy that pops out of it and then they have to finish it and this and that, but I just don't think that it costs that much money, you know. I don't See, and know. I wish I could come up with references because there's something, I mean, like, from my understanding, like, even like, even like a, a G.I. Joe figures, oh, here they are. They, they own the factory guys. They own they own the press. They own everything. Yeah, I guess that's true. They, they own it. So they've been owning it for years, you know? Yeah. I mean, come on. And then you've got, you've got Takara. I mean, you've got, you've got Takara, you've got Hasbro. You, they've got the buying power. They're not paying what a third party is going to pay for this stuff, you know? So come on. I, I just, I don't buy into it. I mean, if they spent a couple hundred thousand dollars, I'd be, I'd be, I'd say a couple hundred thousand dollars, you know? Yeah. And, and we'll get to this in a, or well, this was further down the show notes, but we're having a good discussion now. Is uh, so for Japanese customers or for people not in uh, the U.S. or Canada, uh, it's going to be offered through Takara Tomi's Mall. Yep. Now, what they haven't said is if they're going to offer it through there as part of the pre-order process, right? Or if it's if it gets greenlit here then it'll be offered there so i mean to me it only makes sense to do a pre-order through takara tomi as well and have that contribute to the numbers but who knows you know i'd be i'd be interested i'd be interested to know you know what the numbers are for you know, like let's say Metroplex in Japan or, uh, you know, any of these big bots, because we all know that there's not, you know, they don't have huge homes to put large collections into, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just wonder, like, is, are these large transformers really appealing to them? You know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I guess you could hang this one from your ceiling, you know, it's a big, it's a big planet, so. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Walmart exclusives. Uh, again, knee-jerk, pre-ordered. Again, these can get returned. Now, I, I, I wasn't like following. So I wasn't following any of this. So the pictures are showing actual, like, animated windows. Is that, are those stickers, or is that, I mean, I'm sorry, is, is, are those add-on stickers, or is that the way the figure's gonna look? My, my understanding of this is this is the deco, like, tampo. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's, and, and it's Walmart, so I was like, fuck it, I order it, and if it's, and if it is some weird, like, sticker thing, and it looks like shit, 
I return it, but I'm well, I'm pretty sure because it's everywhere. It's on yeah, the it's axe. It's, it's yeah. on the well. I don't see it on the gun, but it's on the axe. It's yeah. on his legs, his arms, his back, his legs. You know that. Kind so of basically, shit. what we're what we're saying for everyone in the audio world is where we are. Um, you know, we're talking about this Optimus Prime, and it it looks like fully cell shaded. Yeah, like it's literally it looks like cell shading. You know, all these stickers we've been buying from Toy Hack. Well, not me, but a lot of people <laughs> have been buying the Toy Hack stickers. I mean, this is not only the windows, the legs. Just like you said, the legs. It's all over the place. The I, mean, I think yeah. this looks cool. The shoulder by the emblem looks like by the it's emblem. Good. Yeah. yeah, it's neat. So, um, yeah, I I'm excited for these. I uh, just don't like the alt mode. I don't like you know having. <laughs> I, I don't like having. It looks like binoculars on top of his truck. <laughs> And I've I've got them right here sitting next to me, and we talked about this previously. I know. There I was know. this rumored deluxe version of them, and I was like, "Shit, I just bought the, the regular version," and and I agree, I would never have him in that alt mode. He's in yep. his robot mode, you know, with no axe either, just the fucking gun. Uh, but we're getting a Megatron in that style, and again, I didn't I didn't buy the Megatron. I'm more of a Prime guy. But I mean, his cannon has it on it. I mean, it's. I I'm excited about these. Um, we also get a sound blaster. Now it doesn't have the cell shading. This is just a repaint, with with the copious amounts of battle damage and weathering or whatever you want to call what they do with this. But if you're a sound blaster fan, that's also available for you. And then, um, now, so this was, Peter posted, hey, the sound wave is up, and now it's like in the middle of the night. yeah, it, it was never actually in stock for everyone, okay. but it was it was That's listed. Was uh, the the, okay. the tapes, the cassettes. I I looked again this morning, and I'm not a. I have the UPC. Like you know, I think actually I think this is the UPC right here in the underneath oh, the photo. Oh, under the photos. Um, well, maybe not. But I I did find the I did Brickseek it, and it shows up on Brickseek the. Ba- bad part about the tapes is it's showing 19.99. I'm not happy about that. See, I, I uh, thought, I thought yeah, I thought you were dreaming that you were hoping they would come in at fifteen bucks. Like, I, I mean, I was thinking nine ninety nine to fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, you know, no, to, I mean those the little mini cars were eight bucks, and they don't even have accessories. But wait, we got we got the well. I guess we'll talk about it later. But we, <laughs> you know, the Hasbro Pulse. I mean, that was thirty five for that really nice set. You know, for I don't know. Three. I just for three yeah. of them and this yeah. is two for 20 that makes about well, 10 bucks a piece I, and then five bucks for it being an exclusive you know that's yeah. what my my thought process is i'm not mm-hmm. saying hey lotus you're stupid but i'm just saying well you better not because that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be the issue <laughs> but uh yeah no uh 20 bucks is about what i expected at least uh but you were saying the cassettes aren't even showing up yet they're not yeah they're not listed i mean they're on Brickseek, but when you look from the walmart app or if you try to look you put that same upc in on their site it just doesn't show anything okay. so 
Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, the, the folks in Canada, they've already had Soundwave on their shelves and I someone know, actually showed a receipt of them, of him being able to purchase Soundwave. So it's already in Canada. Most likely because the cassettes will hit Canada as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll get them shortly after. Yeah, that's... That's amazing. Oh, and, but... and one more thing, talking about these reissues, just uh, for anybody that wants to know, uh, all of the Legends uh, G1 reissues, they're marked down to five bucks. Oh, like the tailgate and yep, yep, any yeah. ones that are left. None of any, the good any, ones yeah. Are if you left, can find but... them, yeah. I mean, so so far I've just seen the shelf tag, but if you look at the shelf tag, you see it's it's five bucks and it's referencing the Legion assortment. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, it's been a while. It's probably been three weeks. My work has just been fucking awful the last few weeks. Uh, we're in the like height of our season, being that we're essentially a school. Um, so I haven't been on any uh, toy runs, but I'd be curious to see if, if they're marked down, because last time there were tailgates and swerves everywhere. Every, every Walmart I went to, they were still available. And I didn't buy them. Uh, I have those in a Japanese multi-pack I bought years ago. But I think if they drop for 5 bucks, I'll just buy them so I can open them for the fun of it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Sabertron did a really good job at... Um, uh, not curating, but bringing all the products that were announced and posting links to all of their either pre-order or order pages um, kind of across the web. And this is what I use to pre-order some of my stuff. Um, so if you're interested in anything we've been talking about, um, this is definitely a, the link you want to look at. Uh, again, there's ones that are going to be available everywhere like that refractor reconnaissance team. I thought that as a Hasbro pulse. Oh, they're only like, Oh, maybe I'm reading that wrong. I thought they were saying it'd be available on BBTS, but maybe not. Uh, but the cassette three pack that we were just talking about. So these are the two dino cassette combiners and then yep. a single-carded version of what they're calling Frenzy. Again, I'm a cartoon guy. This is Rumble. Um, yeah, but, yeah, it's whatever you want to call it. So, uh, go ahead. So, I mean, so I I tried to Google to figure out if they ever sold single packs of cassettes. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't able to come up with anything, but uh, Don from RFC and TFYLP uh, mentioned that he remembers single-carded Transformer tapes. So I guess that's an homage to one of the original packages. See, and I'm with you. I don't, I'm doing it for the dino cassettes. I don't. Even even looking at it right now, it looks weird. I don't ever remember single release like that because, to me, I would have bought that. You know, I probably as a kid couldn't afford a two pack of them like we're used to seeing. But if there was a single pack, I I I would think I would have jumped on it. 
But. I don't know. Yeah, I, I have no. I mean, I just I pre-ordered, so I did pre-order. I was excited because I just I like cassettes, and so I'm so I'm still in. It allows me to, even though I'm not buying a lot of stuff at retail anymore. Actually, I'm really not buying anything at retail anymore. Uh, it allows me to still, you know, have the feeling of hunting stuff down. So like these, the reissues for the mini bots and stuff. You know, it's it's been fun. Um, and the same thing goes with these tapes, you know, and the only reason why I pre-ordered the ones on Pulse was because, you know, they're tapes and they're going to go along with the set. Yeah. And for anybody looking at this, just so you know, those dino cassettes were never released on a blister card like this either. These yeah. were these were Japanese market only cassettes yep. that were and released in boxes. Very so. expensive to get the originals. Yeah. Very expensive. Yeah. So if you so. have any want for them, get them now. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, did you I notice? Think, yeah. Go um, ahead. I'm sorry. Did you guys know something about the packaging? They're connected. They're not individual. Oh, did you guys realize oh, that? They're not connected. Yes, are they are. Are you sure? He is. He is, abs- he is absolutely correct. Look how the right side and the left side are smooth, and then in the middle it comes and like connects. Yeah, you see a little crease at the bottom by Frenzy's Hasbro yeah. and trademark. So oh, these are good to save room. They're just going to fold these things together. So I'm wondering how. I mean, I pre-ordered it. I'm just curious on how these are going to come if they're going to come damaged or not. Oh yeah, uh, they're just going to yeah, fucking. Didn't fold them and then put them in a box oh my well, god maybe i'll cancel maybe i'll cancel it because i the only i mean i'm not even joking the only reason why i got it I, i'm never going to open it it's literally just for the card art i i'm not going to open them so no that's that's hard to cut a straight line unless you have one of those uh you know those cutting board with the chop you know like the school yeah. teachers have yeah. yeah i have one i'm a um, parent well, okay, as, yeah. as a designer, this is how you do it. You take a ruler and an X-Acto blade, and you light score, light score, light score, light score. You may have to do it 15 times, but you'll get through it. But, yeah. I, I've oh, tried that rock, before, though. I've, I've tried that before, and I always have a hard time scoring the same line. So yeah, then, like, no, I, I like I'll... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not good at it, so... Yeah, I, shit, I'm, I, that's kind of discouraging. I didn't even really focus in on that, so I'm probably going to cancel the pre-order. So that's <laughs> that great. Yeah, yeah, and I was going to open them just to keep because I have the Dino combiners and KOs, um, but they come in like the original KO packaging as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why I was going to. I'll probably hold on to it for that fact, but. Right, you just fucking broke the internet, in my opinion. Like no one's talking about that. No yeah, I'm surprised said nobody anything said anything about, about it. I, I want to, you know, I want to see the other pictures. This is these are just Walmart pictures. Uh, I, I want to see the actual pictures from. Do we have those? The actual pictures from the the like event the where booth? they actually showed, huh? Yeah, from the booth or the break the Can Hasbro we, breakfast. Yeah, do we have those somewhere in our links? Let, or no? Let's uh, let's let's keep going. Okay, but, yeah. but make a note, and when yep, we hit a yep. break, we'll go back and look at that. Okay, cool. Um, uh, let's see. So yeah, all the Amazon exclusives are on here. All those multi packs, the 
the oh and i i couldn't remember who came with slam dance of course it's the g2 side swipe because i'm ultra excited about that g2 side swipe it's the only version of them i really like um so yeah there's uh links in the show notes for that stuff uh let's see this is what gets really weird is so uh they've confirmed that the transformers exclusives from san diego comic-con will be available on september 4th but as we'll get into star wars theirs are available september 10th so Mm -hmm. i don't know if these are reps not knowing or maybe some confusion or if Hasbro Pulse is going to be, in my opinion, extremely smart and break up the on-sale for the SDCC exclusives into two different days. Um, I think I'd rather have them on the same day and just get the fucking lashings over with because this is a nightmare day for me almost every year since I haven't been going to Comic-Con. Uh, but kind of crazy that they might be splitting those up if somebody's not, uh, if somebody's not aware, you know? So, Uh, yeah, it it does, uh, those cassettes are attached to each other. Yeah. Oh, did you find the photos? Um, I just clicked on the link. Uh, I know I'm skipping ahead, but you know, the, the, uh, the roundup that where you have Unicron, uh, it's like three tabs in. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's got the link on there and I'm just looking at it, but yeah, that's uh discouraging. I, I don't think I'm going to go through with the order at this point. Oh, way to go rock way to piss yeah. and Lotus's Cheerios. Yeah. Well, I got an idea. Just save it and sell it to Peter. <laughs> so he has an extra one to open. <laughs> well, you can buy, you can buy three of them. They'll let you oh. order three. So if he wants them, he can, he can order them. Wah, wah, wah. Well, Sorry. And, and, <laughs> Peter hates vintage toys. He only yeah, he wants doesn't the, care. Yeah. He only wants the best and newest version of toys. So. The funny thing is, is, if you look at these pictures, uh, these cards are wrecked. I mean, the ones that they have at the show, these cards are all bent up. So if that's any indication, but yeah, you're exactly right. I, I would, if you guys would look at this this picture, they actually show it folded, so you can you can fold it. Uh, to display one on the left and one on the right. So yeah, you're exactly right, Rock. They are attached. Where did you find that in the show notes? I'm just I'm trying to look ahead, but I don't want to go too sure. far ahead. Yeah, just you got the Ghostbusters, Flame Toys, and then the TFW, the three, okay. the three tabs, and you see Unicron on the on the, the Unicron, and then you just look down. So that's a TFW Roundup News. Yeah, okay. the News Roundup at the bottom. But moving on to the Fury slash Flame Toys model kits, uh, we got a very cool reveal, in my opinion. We get a Devastator in this, yeah. in this kit. Now, I can't really tell the scale. It looks well, like it's not much bigger than the other ones. It's definitely yeah. not like in scale or anything. No. No, not at all. I mean, look at uh, look at Bumblebee next to him. Yeah, I mean, Bumblebee. That's, that's, well, never mind. No, Bumblebee's on, on a on a he's on a stand. Oh, so never mind. well, he's floating. Look, no, but look the the stand is on that the the Devastator stand is on that same stand. It is. It, yeah, 
but yeah, so. but I'm just saying Bumblebee is kind of flying. So yeah, but still, yeah, it's definitely not a, a scale devastator. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think it might still be fun. Even it, it's definitely bigger than what they've put out. So maybe it's a fifty dollar model kit. I yeah. might still be in at fifty bucks, but it it is definitely stylized. Which Again, ones do you have? Which model kits do you have? Did the, you buy any of these? I I have not bought any yet. I was going to get the original Prime, and I thought I had pre-ordered it, and I hadn't. And then that like urge passed me by. Um, the one I do have on pre-order is the Shattered Glass Prime, okay. but I I won't be getting that for a while, but. Once I get that, I've watched reviews of them, and you know, it without their stickers, they look really plain. And the reviews have said their stickers aren't the greatest, so I want to get it in my hand, build that shattered glass one. That is that's my shtick. I love the club's shattered glass concept. Um, and if that goes well, then I'll definitely do the, the devastator. Okay. If it's reasonable, if they're yeah. not trying to charge twice for a couple extra inches of plastic, that kind of thing. Yep. Um, all right. And then uh, news roundup. Uh, again, this is because these are the same guys as Toy Arc. If you want to see just every single link about uh, the Transformers, we've got that. And where were you saying here? Is there? Uh, let's see. Preview. Yeah, it's towards the towards the bottom of the of that page. You'll see the, the vintage Walmart. G1. No, oh, Transformers sorry. vintage G one mini cassettes. The oh, back. There we go. Okay. I'm so I just open that. Yeah, I just open that link, and if you scroll, oh, they have a yeah. real. Oh, right! Immediately, you're just like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. if you scroll to the to the bottom, there's a picture of it kind of folded. It's uh, to the bottom, like the. Oh yeah. You see it? Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder what made him do that. See, I think that's going to be hard to cut. I mean, you're a designer, so I do. You, do you think no, I can? No, I mean, you'll never, you'll it's never gonna get look... a, a cut that you'll be happy with. Yeah. Because yeah. when you cut that, it's going to expose the white part of the yep, cardboard. The... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we all know the cardboard is really not that good on these figures to begin with. So. Yeah, and like you say. There's no proof, you know, not that I I distrust Headmaster Don in any way whatsoever, but I, I haven't seen any proof that there were single-carded cassettes like that frenzy, and the other two were Japanese releases, so these aren't even... Yeah. These aren't even replicas. These are yeah. a new take on a vintage version of them, so... Yeah, I'm probably gonna I'm gonna cancel the thing because yeah. I, you know, I I I really just wanted it for the card art, and there's nothing wrong with me keeping it together as one unit, but it just doesn't. It takes away from some of the nostalgic uh, look to everything. If I ever want to rearrange, you know. Well, it's like you, Rock. You keep yours like on pegs, right? Is that how you would display these if you got them? You would hang them on. Well, a peg? I have my. I, I probably put it in my detolf, but now I'm thinking the same thing. I mean, I'm going to – I ordered it no matter what. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> it's just that I, mm, I'd i be tempted to cut it. I really would be. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't open it, but cut it. 
It's going to expose. I mean, you're going to yeah. have to match. You're going to have a big white line on both sides. Yeah. You know? You'll have, oh, no, you'll have ink correct. flaking and stuff like that. Yeah. I guess I've got to figure out a different way how to display this. Maybe I'll put it on my computer desk. Just leave it like <laughs> I mean, folded. That, that, yeah, that's what they have. They have it folded like a, uh, you know, like a card you would give to someone, you know. And, and like you said, Rock, they're probably going to fold this thing. Absolutely. And I'm oh, worried. to get it in a box? Yeah, they'll just fold it back to back yeah. and stick it in there. Yeah, God yeah. knows what condition you're going to get this in. So, yeah, when they fold it, if they fold it completely 180 like that, it's going to crack the paint. Yeah, so, see, guys, I, I'm, I'm out. I'm going to cancel. Is there any – Is there any? Uh, I can cancel uh, a, a Pulse pre-order, right? Yeah, I looked okay. it up. Yeah, there's no penalties. See, because I, I had to pay shipping. I don't have – I never order anything, so I know you oh, guys got the free shipping. Yeah, so I had to pay makes, $8 shipping. Oh, yeah, that makes it even worse. Yeah. See, for me, I had to pay tax, so it came out to be like 38 bucks. Again, yeah. I'm 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 going to be opening these just to play with. Right. But yeah, I'm with you, Lotus. As much as I want you to buy stuff, I yeah. I say cancel it. Yep, I am. I'm not going to spend. It was like forty seven bucks with tax and everything. So, all right, uh, Star Wars panel recap. Yeah, nothing fucking happened. It is so funny. Like if you look at the recap. <laughs> It's hilarious to read these, read these recaps um, of it. It's just like lulls everywhere, like worst presentation ever. They're still talking about the Boba Fett helmet now. Rock, you're you you love the helmet, so are you excited about this Boba Fett helmet? Yeah, I like them. I mean, they display really nice, and you no, know, actually, they go perfect on top of a detolf. So. Mm. You know, I, I love it. I mean, I'm going to get the Luke Skywalker one. They have it at Think Geek for like $100. So once that comes in, I'm going to get it there. But yeah, that, the Boba Fett, I'm all in. Yeah, I love it. It's dope. Even the rangefinder that drops down, it has a little like screen on it and everything. Uh, I mean, that Boba Fett helmet was dope. Um, they did. Uh, they also announced a Luke Skywalker Hyper Reel, so that's their $80 diecast. Oh, excuse me, uh, diecast skeleton uh, with cloth outer um, figures to compete with Mezco's 112th, um, I guess, downscaled hot toys if that's even a thing to try to compete oh, no. at that level. <laughs> no, let, let's not. Yeah. We're going to, we'll save that for the, for the other, uh, the other boys over there at six scale scavengers. <laughs> um, the big thing was on preview night, they had a Jabba's palace where they had a lot of black series figures and that kind of thing. And, uh, uh, the two big things that eagle-eyed people like Peter that picked out right away was like, oh shit, there's a, a six-inch Rancor and there's a six-inch Bib Fortuna. Uh, yeah, the Bib Fortuna was a custom figure done by one of their designers and the Rancor was a styrofoam-like sculpted figure. So those are not coming. They were just for the diorama which was so sad. When I saw that Rancor, I was like, yeah, like, 
that could have been a hundred dollars for a six inch rancor and i would be all about it uh but it was all just for this thing um the one thing they did release that might be interesting to some action figure collectors is the galaxy adventures uh which was originally just repaints and re-sculpts of the five point of articulation three and three quarter figures is actually going to be five inch figures uh, with more points of articulation. Not super articulated, but still targeted at kids. About a $15 price point uh, with more points of articulation. Uh, so, yeah, like I was saying, just like literally literally nothing revealed for most collectors in my opinion uh we did get the black series sith trooper as an exclusive that we know we'll be seeing in the regular line down the road um and then they kind of just went um they kind of just went sith trooper crazy so he's a red trooper with a lot of new line work which I really dig on them. One, red is next to gray, which gray is boring, but next to gray, red is my favorite color. Stormtroopers are my favorite thing in Star Wars. So for me, this, this strikes all of the chords, and I'm super excited about it. Um, but still, kind of a cash grab, you know? You put out a red... Stormtrooper, people are going to be all about it. Um, this is going to be this is going to be in the Rise of Skywalker coming up, uh, which I saw more things than I wanted to know about it. I'm not going to talk about him here, um, but uh, there were people that did interviews with Hasbro uh, that talked about like, what the fuck? Why did you reveal like? eight things when you normally reveal 48 things, you know? And they said everything uh, per Disney has been held back for Triple Force Friday. So we, we've actually made fun of that in the past, but that's going to be their big product launch that's going to be coming in October or November for the Rise of Skywalker, the Mandalorian, and then uh, I don't think it was Resistance. I think it was a, even a brand new cartoon, but I, I can't remember now. Um, the thing is, it's not important. Uh, what's shitty is people were asking him, like, oh, you're holding all this back for D23. Disney's like uh, their own con that they put on. And they're like, nope, as far as we know, that's not going to be released at D23 either. They're trying to make this Triple Force Friday just like the biggest event in Star Wars collecting history. It is, is not what anyone said in particular, but what it seems like they're trying to do. They're trying to keep all of the products secret until they announce this Triple Force Friday. And so, I mean, great. I, I'm all about that. I mean, who gives a fuck, really? I mean, these are toys. It, it's shitty. I feel bad for the people that probably waited in line two hours for that fucking Star Wars Hasbro panel. Yeah. And got shit, you know? But 
So um, I, I got a question for you. So on that one link that you provided that has the black series at the top of the uh, page. The TBS uh, Sith Trooper? Is that uh, I don't, I mean, yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, you know, it's the StarWars.com uh, page. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, of all of the Sith Trooper mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so if you scroll down on that, you'll see the hot toys. Now, I know you don't like... You know, I mean, so this is like, an, to me, this would be like, like, you know, Iron Man is, you know, the reason why you don't like Hot Toys is because you said that they're like human looking and you wouldn't want a face of an actor, blah, blah, blah this kind of thing. Yeah. Or they have clothes and you don't like clothes on it, a, It's mainly the clothes part. Yeah. So, so look at this. I mean, doesn't this, this, uh, this red, uh, Sith Trooper look amazing? I mean, do you, do you see it there? Uh, it does. I don't know. It no. I mean, it does. so if if this if this was your you know if this was like your focus character you know and you wanted a twelve inch you know movie realistic I mean the the weapons that it comes with and the different hands you know and, and you know you wouldn't be ta- you, you can't take off the helmet so you you don't you know obviously there's a human underneath it but mm-hmm. I mean how do you feel about something like this you know. So at this point, because they have done stormtroopers okay. and, and yeah. hot toys, so stormtroopers are probably my favorite thing from Star Wars. So you're absolutely right; it's a completely armored figure. Now, Hot Toys does do uh, soft goods like body stocking or whatever, and then mm-hmm. the armor goes over the top of that. I'm not holding that against them. Um, at that point, it's a price thing. Like okay. I just, I have, I have a shelf right now that I'm looking at that has like over 50 stormtroopers right. in every shape, form or fashion that you could imagine. So when you talk about like display pieces, like something that would be amazing, like the only thing I could think of is I would put them on that shelf. But then I just think of like a twelve-inch figure towering over all. No, of it these. wouldn't. It it wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to put it on the same shelf. I, yeah. I was just. I'm just saying that, like you know, if you had like a your own. I know at one point we talked about like people who have like uh, not a shrine, but like you know a display that has you know multiple pieces of your favorite character or whatever. You know. Um, would this be something, you know, because I know you're you're just you know, like you said, you don't really like the human aspect of hot toys. But this is kind of just like an Iron Man where it's I'm not going to say, you know, it's it's not a t- toy per se, but it's a movie realistic figure. You yeah. Know? And, so. and I kind of put it up there with like uh, hot toys, the uh, Hulk buster. OK, like, yeah, yeah, that, right. that I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my God. But I just, I've never paid $500 for a toy. Granted, I just backed the Unicron, but I've never paid $500 for a toy. So that was like, oh my God, I'd love that so much. Um, They they did that. uh, So you're talking about the new Hulkbuster, right? So uh, they they did that. Not the newer one, the older one. 
Okay, so the yeah, the older one is uh, was uh, you know like an eight the eight hundred dollar range, and then they came out with a deluxe oh, series, which was eleven hundred. So they oh, what okay. they did is because and that was all diecast movable parts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that that was uh, where the you know the chest opens up, and and there there was an actual figure that that could you know go inside and all that. It was that was pretty crazy. But um, they just made a new one um, for not for Endgame, but for Infinity War, or no, maybe it was. Was Hawkbuster Infinity War? It, yeah, it, it was Infinity. The deluxe Infinity. one that's like two to three hundred bucks. Uh, should be four hundred. Yeah, okay. it's the yeah. power. So it's a it's called the Power Pose series. And what they did is they basically made it uh, instead of using diecast, they used plastic, mm-hmm. and it's still you know painted and and it looks amazing. Um, I, I saw it in person, and it's it's a huge. It's still the same size. It's one sixth, and it's just uh, it's huge, and it's you know four hundred bucks, and it looks great. And the cool thing they did is they. Um, you know, Hot Toys is known when they when they have LEDs, they're known to have uh, like basically, you know, like a switch on the one arm and a switch on the helmet and a switch on the foot. That that's been a main problem with the Hot Toys, especially with Iron Man. And what they did on the Power Pose is since since there there's since there wasn't um, they, they were able to use the internal sections of him to basically wire it all up to to one switch so you can you can basically put some batteries in there in one compartment and just one switch turns the whole thing on it's just it's real real impressive so i'd say if you're interested in the hulkbuster um that's probably the one to get you know in, in like a 400 and four i think it's 429 yeah and i i saw a review on that actually on uh what I used to watch Toy Break, and now it's yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's a he uh, George does another podcast with Ben, the guy that runs 3D Retro. Yeah, and they yeah. showed that one, and so I was really impressed. Hulkbuster is not. I only like Hulkbuster because I like Hulk. Yeah. So Hulk is my focus character for Marvel. Um, now this, I will be honest. If I see this movie mm-hmm. and the Sith Troopers are the coolest thing that's ever happened in Star Wars, yep. I would probably seek this out and even pay the aftermarket costs that would probably be there because everybody else would think they're the coolest thing ever, too. You know? Yeah. But sight unseen, just a. What I see, just like Captain Phasma was, was this chromed stormtrooper commander that didn't do shit in the movies. You know, um, I'm so glad I didn't buy into that and just buy everything Captain Phasma, you Mm -hmm. know, because I wanted to. I really wanted to. Um, So, yeah, it's it's one of those things. If if this turns out to be a the coolest character or the coolest stormtrooper, not the coolest character, coolest stormtrooper in star Wars ever. I would buy this. I, I have been, I have been looking for a character to be my first hot toys. I'm not afraid of hot toys. Okay. Um, but even a, even a vintage stormtrooper hasn't been enough to draw me in yet. You know, and and vintage stormtroopers are probably my most favorite thing from Star Wars, and it hasn't been enough yet. But okay, 
All right, that's cool. All right, well, there, there's hope for you. Hope. <laughs> How about you, Rock? Any want to be in this high-end game? Any 12-inch stuff in your collection to begin with? No, it's just too much of a rabbit hole. I mean, they're 300 bucks each. And <laughs> I, I have a friend, Barry, who buys, he has a, a humongous collection. I'm not sure if they're in that, the, the Billy's, the IT, like he had Billy's things, but he has, I mean, it looks like an entertainment center, like a wall unit. And he has all of them in there. They look incredible, but I look at them and see, hey, 300 bucks each. You know, you can buy a lot of vintage toys for 300 bucks each. <laughs> and they all go up in value, too. Once they're out of print, once they're, the run's finished, they on the secondary market, they go way up. But it's just it's too much for me to spend on just one modern figure. Yeah, considering that you still follow them, even though you don't collect them, Lotus, is that true? Has, like, just, it has, like, every single Hot Toys doubled in value at this point? Are there some, are there some you know, bananas in there that have actually gone down in value. Are you there, Lotus? Yeah, I think it's the first order trooper that um, has gone down in value. There's just too many of them. Am I, is there, there's a first order trooper, right? Yeah. 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 And I, I think, and I would assume that probably would be one. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I think they made too many of them, and like they're just like BBTS. I think is like giving you a credit if you buy one. It's oh, one of those kind of things. Oh, you're thing. right. I do remember those yeah. sales. Where so I don't know. Like they, they messed up, and they must have made, made too many of them, thinking that that was going to be a big deal. But, mm-hmm. uh, but no, I mean, all the the majority of Hot Toys figures, they all go up in value. Um, you know, like right now, the quarter scale Joker, uh, the Heath Ledger Joker, uh, finally after two years got released and, uh, there's people that, uh, can't wait for sideshow. And so, you know, obviously in Hong Kong, they get all these figures first. Mm -hmm. And so there's sellers on eBay that will, you know, if you want to pay the money, they'll, they'll ship it to you. And so uh, a lot of people, you know, a lot of these reviewers, they buy the stuff directly from Hot Toy, or not from Hot Toys, but from Hong Kong. Uh, sellers like Time Scent, uh, he's, a, he's a big one on eBay. And, uh, you know, they'll pay $200, $300 more than the retail price before the figure is even out just to get it. And, uh, like, right now, that, that quarter-scale Heath Ledger uh, Joker, the Dark Knight Joker, just came out. And uh, there's completed auctions for over seven hundred dollars. Now the the figure the figure is priced at five hundred and forty for the exclusive, which comes with an extra head. And then the regular version was five. I think it was like five five oh five or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, the exclusive figure right now is selling for over seven hundred dollars. Completed auctions. That's crazy. Yeah. And so. uh, and how does opening them? affect this are they sealed uh yeah i mean they are sealed uh so it's uh you know the figure comes inside of uh, a brown shipping box and uh you don't want to throw that away because people are crazy about their brown (laughs) shippers uh it's all banged up it'll have your ups label all over it and you know but people love them um, but yeah, you open up the brown shipper and then you'll have, you'll pull out, you'll have a bag. The figure is inside a clear bag. So, um, and, uh, yeah, the boxes are awesome. 
full of art. They they have Are all they of the sealed though. Do they put an ugly clear sticker on the bot <laughs> on the actual packaging itself? Um, no, not not really. Uh, okay. No, the yeah. I mean, you so you to can, be able to sell them sealed, you have to say it's still in its shipper. Still in its shipper, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, still in its I, shipper. I, I mean, once you that. take, yeah, once you take, once you open up the actual art box, um, usually you'll have you'll be greeted with a like a translucent cover that's over the figure, and then obviously you know if someone's messed around with it because those. Those translucent covers, um, well, for one, they'll they'll collect dust instantly. It's like a static memory <laughs> thing. And number two, like they, you know, you can just tell if someone messed with it because, like, you know, everything is like perfectly in there. Like the head will have you know perfect wrapping on there. Like everything is protected and stuff. So. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, if you get a chance, you can watch an unboxing of one of these figures. Maybe maybe this figure. Um, so, but uh, yeah, yeah, they all go up in value. But people, uh, people are okay with buying a, an opened figure as long as it's, um, you know, as long as it's uh, not too, you know, heavily posed. Like the Spider-Man figures, a lot of people kind of stay away from those because the suits are so tight that, uh, and if you put it into a, the wrong pose for too long, it will cause like a crease, you know, because uh. of the special. Because of each Spider-Man suit has a different, um, you know, a different texture, a different feeling. Um, so yeah, you do have to be careful with some of the suits. Um, same thing with the rubber arms. Same thing with uh, the clothing. Like the Joker is going to have. Well, the Joker will have a shirt, but like if you had like the purple coat touching the uh, the body, it would cause a the dye from the purple would eventually stain the body. You know, and that's just all stuff that would happen. And that's happened to me on some of my figures when I was collecting so um but yeah yeah it's 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 real interesting yeah these these figures sell the iron man figures are crazy like the iron man figures like when i was collecting they were you know they were priced around 300 uh but now they're like the literally they're they're 440 500 you know right at retail we're talking retail that's crazy yeah nuts well at the complete opposite end of that spectrum is the garbage five point of articulation star wars figures are no more mm. thank the lord no more three, three quarter five point of articulation figures as much as some people may have liked them because it was the only thing out there um they are saying the only thing that will be produced in three and three quarter at this point will be the retro collection and the vintage collection. So super articulated and then vintage style. So that's good. Uh, something we've covered on this show previously, um, just kind of as a third-party product, is uh, the GTP. Does that stand for something? It doesn't say anywhere in here. Um, uh, they produced what they called the space walls, and these were... Uh, uh, basically reminiscent of the Death Star walls to make dioramas. These things have got officially licensed, and I just thought that was baller. Like, I mean, no one, right? I, I can't think of anybody that yeah. started making a fan product 
that became yep. officially licensed. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. So, I mean, on this topic here, I do want to give a shout out to Crashbox Customs. Um, so I, I know, Jason, I know you, you follow the realm. Um, and so uh, Chris has his own thing um, called Crashbox Customs. And he's been making dioramas for a while now. And he uh, his big reveal, he actually had something to reveal at SDCC. He started making dioramas as a hobby and he actually turned it into a business and uh he actually is featured uh mezco actually featured his dioramas so i don't know if we have any mezco news but oh, all of his dioramas are actually being used um so i thought that was great so shout out to chris uh from Crashbox customs if you need any diorama work yeah that's dope he's actually the guy that uh Opened the door when we were at uh, when we went to TFCon when Vern and I oh. went to TFCon, and we were with uh, Swage at the time. He met us there, and he opened the door, and and uh, and uh, I was like, "Oh, hey, I, I'm I'm this guy, I'm this guy, I'm this guy," and he introduced himself, and I didn't know who he was from Adam. But, uh, yeah, he was one of the cooler guys there. And, yeah. and I've always, you know, Bobby's featured him in a lot, er, at least earlier on in a lot of his diorama stuff. So, yeah, awesome. it's, I, I love it. I mean, I love the idea of, you know, you start something as a hobby and you actually turn it into a business. And, you know, it, he's come so far. Like, he has... He has actual machinery, laser cutting machinery that that cuts oh, the stuff. Like he <laughs> he started out with just you know regular foam and yeah and, uh, and exacto knives old, and shit. Yeah, that's what he started out with, and you know you know over time he uh, he ramped his stuff up, and and he he's been doing just some awesome awesome work. And uh, yeah, now he's got actual machinery to to cut this stuff and. Uh, it's really cool. All of his dioramas are are magnetic, so the walls, like he, the space. Uh, the reason why I brought this up is because the space. Uh, I'll have to find some pictures for you, but he did the the hallway just like what we're looking at, and it's way better than these space walls. I mean, he's got. It's really really cool, and it's all magnetic, and you just you know pop them all together, and yeah, it's it's really cool stuff. Yeah, if if you're a toy collector and you're just like, oh, SDC is just too much information, it's an onslaught, and you kind of ignore it, you owe yourself to go check out, like, booth picks. Because Hasbro, Mezco, all these big companies, the, the most impressive things is seeing these amazing dioramas. And that's really interesting that you brought that up because I just assumed they were always done by in-house designers and that kind of thing. So it's cool that these companies cool. reach out to hobbyists and now professionals. Yeah, go know, to, to do these do these dioramas for them. Go to uh, go to Instagram real quick and just type in Crashbox Customs. He's, oh, he's he got did a, the Popeye. Yeah, he's yeah, looking at the yeah. Popeye stuff. Yeah, oh, that's dope. So, see the space wall? Isn't that cool? Um, let's see. Let with the with the stormtrooper down there. Sorry. Yeah, it's like the it's like the seventh picture down. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that is dope. See, yeah. 
to me, it doesn't ring as true. I, I agree it looks better, mm-hmm. but it doesn't ring as true to the Death Star as the other ones do. But, oh, really? Yeah. And well, again, I mean, that's, that's because it's you have one hallway. Seen. I mean, I no, guess you I don't know. really. I mean, yeah. But yeah, he's, uh, it, it's really cool. So yeah, congrats to him, man. Cause, uh, he's, he, if you look at all of his Instagram, you can see how, you know, where he started from and yeah, shout out to Chris, man. Crashbox customs. Hell yeah. Um, the crazy thing about these space walls is they had to, uh, change their, uh, the way they did their walls because I guess they were using, something that was too close to a Lego copyrighted connection. Uh, And that's why there was no, they only showed off a one 12th scale walls because their one eight, their one 18th scale, three and three quarter scale walls used a connection that was uh, copyrighted by Lego. So they have to change those uh, before they can release those. So mm. I thought that was kind of crazy. Like, mm. yeah, they got officially licensed, but somebody went over their shit and they're like, eh, 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 yep. nope, yep. can't do that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Prototype Vader, the thing we made fun of on the last episode, went up for pre-order on Target.com uh, sometime around, they're estimating around midnight Pacific time on Saturday night and sold out like instantly. Did you get one, wrong? I can't believe it. Oh, yeah, we're a thousand of them. I want to make all the different combinations. (laughs) Well, I mean, as a prototype, and I don't remember how, I don't even remember talking about this figure, but, um, you know, prototype, obviously, you know, even with Transformers, they just use whatever plastic is around. So if they have red plastic, they use red, orange. I mean, so, I mean, I I think this is actually kind of cool. And I I don't remember us talking about this, um, but... But I don't know, I I, I kind of dig it because it kind of goes back to you can kind of put yourself in their shoes and be like, okay, well, you know, they just had whatever plastic that they had around, you know? Yeah, so. and my big thing is, is but usually they're all in one solid color or maybe two colors or something. But they are I, in one. They are in one solid color. Yeah, they're all solid color. And this is like five colors and they no, no, no. if you look no if you look at real transformer real transformer prototypes the ones that sold for thousands of dollars uh-huh. they're exactly like this with different colors yes. for different pieces really? yes okay yeah they use whatever because the plastic costs money they use whatever is is laying around that's literally what they do yeah i guess it's yeah just, just not star wars <laughs> yeah yeah how do you know what, what because, do you mean? Because I, I, we've seen I've Star seen Wars prototypes, and they're usually all one color or yeah. or two different shades. Of okay, one yeah. Color. I mean, if they if they yeah. never did this for Star Wars, then I can understand where everyone yeah, doesn't, they didn't. doesn't like this. But for Transformers, they definitely did. I can definitely show you some some pictures for Transformers uh, that have different colors. Because I'm in the Imperial Commissary, it's like eighteen thousand member group of Star Wars, and there's some some humongous collectors in there. And there's prototypes for sale. There's hard copies. There's wax molds. There's soft uh, copies. They're always in like a light bluish gray, or they're they're in a bunch of single co- colors. They're never 
multiple colors. Like this to me looks like somebody melted a bunch of crayons and and made a figure. Well, that's so why for, I like it. That's why I like it. Well, <laughs> to each his own. <laughs> well, you know, isn't that, isn't that funny though, guys? So I don't. I'm not a, obviously. I'm not a Star Wars person. So I just you know. But it's cool because you know because I'm not a Star Wars person and I don't know the history of this stuff. And you guys know the history of this stuff. To me, I'm just thinking, you know, uh, you know, coming from the Transformers side, that that's what they did. So I'm just thinking that that's what they did for Star Wars. But yeah, if they never did this, then yeah, um, I agree. Then it's goofy. Then. <laughs> and like we mentioned before, uh, the Star Wars exclusives supposedly are going to be up on September 10th. So again, I said, uh, I said suppo- did I say supposedly? Anyways. Uh, uh, Mrs. McFavorite is correcting me. We're literally on the last story. Mrs. McFavorite, please hang out. Uh, all right. Supposedly. We've been... <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. McFavorite. Uh, all right. We've been doing this for almost two hours now. I am about to pee my pants. So we're going to take a break and we'll supposedly. be right back. <laughs> <laughs> masters of the universe. Bye, guys! <laughs> Bye! She couldn't even say peace? God, yeah, I know, she, she couldn't even it. say peace. She's like so... She started this peace show out. and... Peace out. Peace. She doesn't know. All yeah, right. All she right. doesn't remember anything. She sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you after these messages. From Kenner's Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection. Action figures each sold separately. Chewbacca's hurt too. FX7 has eight movable arms. The medical droid did it. You saved me, Rebel Soldier. Why? When the Force is with you, your duty is to do good. FX7, Rebel Soldier, Imperial Stormtrooper, and Chewbacca. Action figures each sold separately from Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection from Kenner. All right, guys. Welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into Masters of the Universe here. And we don't have a ton of links for this stuff, which... I guess in hindsight, we should at least have some so Lotus could see what we're talking about. And and Rock, if you haven't seen this stuff, if you're at all interested. Uh, but the notes we do have primarily come from uh, Pixel Dan's extraordinary... Oh my god, his coverage of San Diego Comic-Con. Even when he doesn't know about a lot of stuff like Transformers. And he's a Star Wars fan, but he's not as deep into it as our show is. Um, even those interviews are just great. He's just a fun, personable guy. He puts out over 40 videos walkthroughs, interviews, uh, booths, that kind of stuff every year. He's, in my opinion, he's one of the hardest working men at San Diego Comic-Con and he deserves a follow. So if you're on YouTube at all, go to the show notes, top of the page at openyourtoys.com. Look for the Motu part of our San Diego Comic-Con and we have a link to his YouTube channel. Please subscribe to him because he's doing the best work out there, in my opinion, for San Diego Comic-Con when it comes to video, at least. So uh, the big announcement that we talked about on the last show was this uh, Masters of the Universe 
uh, origins line. So this is going back to the five and a half inch form factor, the big bulky buffy He-Mans, uh, but with 16 points of articulation or more. Um, and absolutely loving this. This is, uh, again, it's funny in a lot of his interviews without coming out and saying it, he, he does address, is this just a cash grab? You know, like he just trying to release another hundred characters in a different form factor. Um, but this really does have some good roots. It it has some good intentions. Uh, this is going to be primarily based on the toy line, even though the exclusive was based on the mini comics. Um, they are going to be coming with a mini comic, and that mini comic is going to be telling. It was kind of weird. They they said were, or I shouldn't say they said, but they alluded that they're not rewriting the history, but the mini comic is going to be a new telling of the Masters of the Universe mythos. Uh, these are going to hit retail in 2020 and they're going to MSRP for 15 bucks, which I like, you know, I think that's a good price. Even Funko's bullshit, you know, five point of articulation masters knockoff lines are 15 bucks at target. So I think that being the MSRP is great. Uh, possibly vehicles and beasts coming down the line. Uh, right now they want to focus on their core characters, which at the show we, we, we talked about the He-Man and Adam exclusive two pack. Um, but uh, they also revealed a Skeletor, an evil Lynn, a Tila, a man at arms and a beast man there. Uh, interchangeable parts pixel dan also got advanced samples of these that he did reviews of before comic-con and no one said anything and he's just like oh this comes apart at the waist pretty easily and the head comes off pretty easily and uh in his interview they said it's it's not I love I love the marketing speak of all these people just because I'm in a marketing department now and I get to experience this shit firsthand. They're like, it's not a forward message that we're putting out there. But yes, all of these characters, their legs, their arms, their waist and their heads, their hands will all be detachable. So it's kind of a customizer's dream when it comes to that 5.5 vintage buck. Mm. Um, the one sad thing, it, especially if my friend's not able to get it for me from the con, and it, if there's none left over for sale after the con, is it looks like the vintage head, the vintage He-Man head that was going to come with the two pack might be exclusive to San Diego comic-con. Mm. Um, he just mentioned it, it wasn't a question he asked. He just saw the carded version of them, which comes on that classic masters of the universe, vintage card, uh, that he couldn't see the head in the package. So, and, and they said in the interview, that the sculpts are going to be updated and have more, quote, personality to them. And you can see them. There's, like, bigger grins and, 
and 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 more more sneer or is that the word sneers when when you're, <laughs> when you're like uh when you're uh god uh when you're like fucking god uh permanent bitch face you know when when people are like yeah anyways moving on <laughs> uh the face sculpts are a little weird on them in my opinion just because they're not what i'm used to uh, but I'm excited about this line. Like I say, hopefully I get that two pack. If not, again, the beginning of next year, we should be seeing these hitting the shelves in mass retail. So Walmart. Oh, Target. oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is... So, so what, is, so if this is, so I don't have a whole lot of background for masters of the universe, but, um, so would I be able to tell the difference between this and the cl- classic that I've seen at GameStop? Uh, like the master. Oh yes, the the classics are a, are a seven inch line, oh. uh, like super articulated. These will look more like the vintage figures right off the pegs from the eighties. Okay. I mean, you'll be able to see the articulation. People have pointed out some of the big cut joints and the elbows and that kind of stuff. Um, but no, these will be very much like. And I thought you were getting excited because I I thought we might be hearing Lotus jump on a. It, it's basically going to be like the 25th anniversary Joe's, but for masters of the universe yeah that's why i was just kind of thinking you know you guys are always talking about master universe i don't have any figures at all and i never really want i you know i never really want to get into spending you know whatever those those other figures were like the what like 30 yeah, yeah classics they, were like 30. they started at 20 and now they're 35 from super yeah 7. see yeah, so and you couldn't just walk into walmart so if this is at mass retail and they start doing like you know rollbacks and stuff like that. I mean, I could, I don't know. Maybe, so, how many to, for me to build a collection? What's the estimated amount of figures they're saying they're going to put out? Well, and they were they were saying they were saying we would love to get to deep dives like classics, but they were being kind of realistic and saying we'll probably never get there because it won't. Again. For them to say it's not a collector's line, that's bullshit. You know, like toys in general at this point are collector's lines, right? Anything that's a toy is a collector's line because kids just aren't buying toys anymore. But uh, but they're saying they're focusing on the core characters first. And how they're going to see. So to be realistic, if you were going to buy in from day one, mm-hmm. you're looking at 12 to 20 that's not bad you know and then if it gets popular like classics did i mean classics has done like 136 or so i mean it's been ridiculous how many classics has done but if they're going to keep it a retail release i mean you're looking at maybe 40 to 50 figures tops before they're just losing people and that's if the masters of the universe movie is popular if the Masters of the Universe movie bombs next year, or is it 2021 or whatever it was, if it bombs, this this line will fucking end 
like that. You know, mm. you just will, everything will be clearanced and Mattel won't so, get any more master's pegs again. So this is gonna, this is gonna, the card art's gonna kind of look like it's gonna say Masters of the Universe and then it's kind of the blue background with the red. Is that what it, is that what I'm, I'm trying to understand what the packaging is supposed to look it's like. It's the red exploding bricks with okay, okay, 3D yeah, that, that's logo. what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, but it's not going to say as seen on TV or anything, or no. is that is that what's going to have as seen on TV? No, those are the Super Seven vintage card backs. Okay, and, and that's how vint that's how Super Seven is able to continue with their master's license. Oh, because this will be toy based. This is okay. Yeah, I, I see it. I so. So I, I think I see one of the actual. I'm actually on Gizmodo's site, and for some reason they have they have it on there, and uh, yeah, I can see it now. So it actually will. It'll say like highly articulated power posing. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it used to say like power punch action because I don't know. I'm I'm kind of digging this. I, I, this could be something that I could collect. Yeah. I would love this is cool. I would love for you to get into it. Unfortunately, I would love to get your impressions of them as toys, but you wouldn't open them, right? You no, I mean I Yeah, card. I mean I would just, you know, it would just be card art, you know, kind of thing. I don't think I'd actually open them. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd be curious. Again, uh, you're right. Like now that we're talking about this, it's making me feel like I I should have made sure there were more images of it because I'd be curious what the back of the card was because what yeah made there's the, no there's no backs yeah what, pictures of that what made the backs super impressive was the what it was like errol uh, earl carroll or something like that it, it was a guy that did all of the artwork for the back of the cards and that's what made him so fun it was like this comic comic image on the back and then it had the upsells and that kind of stuff but well that's uh, cool i'm 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 actually kind of excited now i mean i'm not excited because i you know obviously if you know my background you know i didn't i didn't have any i wasn't allowed to have these toys but my neighbors my neighbors had them you know so neighborhood kids had them but uh i wasn't allowed to have them but uh but yeah uh i don't know i think uh i mean if it's if they're only gonna start you know if they're gonna be like 20 20 figures and they're they're priced 15 bucks and maybe when they do rollbacks i I guess what i'm more happy with is you said they're going to be at like walmart and target so that that to me because i I just i'm not a big gamestop person Mm -hmm. i mean i do go to gamestop but i just i'd rather just do a normal you know my normal walk around kind of a thing you know yeah and rock you don't do masters at all right i'm i'm sorry i know i keep asking these these things that you've answered a hundred times but Oh no! I buy the vintage Minton card. I buy okay. the ones that came out in two thousand, and I've been buying the um, the ones from Super Seven. So now my oh, main okay. thing is I'm kind of I'm kind of confused because I have ones from Super Seven on pre order, like Orco and some of the other ones. Now, did they lose that license, or are they going to be making them at the same time as they're making the other ones? No, and that's uh that was actually answered uh, a couple months ago. Is that they? Because people were like saying, make the make the He-Man movie figures in this 5.5 scale and stuff like that. And Super 7 said they only have the license 
for the 5.5 line to make them cartoon versions of them. So, which so they're is, both going to be going on now at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's, it's going to get and, confusing. And, and Super 7 says it's confusing to them too. They said it's constantly in flux, but as far, you know, they're like, we still have the license. As, as far as we know, we are still producing vintage 5.5 figures. We're still producing reaction figures and we're still producing classics versions of the figures. So this is Mattel just introducing a new line that doesn't compete with their lines. But I agree. It is, it is a little confusing with all this stuff going on. I mean, if they can make them, you know, the, this way for $15, I mean, it's a no-brainer to buy these compared to the other ones, especially with all the different problems with the packaging and whatnot. So, I mean, I'll probably pick and choose with these, but now it's like, what do I do with all these Super 7 ones I have that are kind of like off the cartoon? So, <laughs> real yeah, collector's dilemma. It, it's one of those things where, in card, these are going to look a lot more like your vintage figures. So... But I doubt anybody that collects vintage figures are going to sell them off and be like, besides maybe Peter. If Peter has any He-Man figures, he might be like, oh, here's super articulated ones. Let's get rid of all these bullshit vintage ones, <laughs> you know. But I think anybody that collects for nostalgia, like like you and I do rock and Lotus for the most right. part does, uh, you know, these aren't going to replace those. These are if... These are if you want to start a new line. And they even mentioned that in the interview. Like, uh, they feel like Classics is kind of too far out there for new collectors. It would just be too scary because the Classics trap jaw is $90 now. And, you know, some of the core characters are just super expensive. So this is another shot for people to kind of get in at, the, at that ground level and build the collection up from there. I just like the idea that it's from the actual company. This is yeah, not this I is agree. not Super Seven. This is real real Mattel. And that's that's kind of where I feel that it makes it better. Like I'm just I'm just not into a company that grabs a license and then starts making it on their own. That's why I never bought into any of this stuff. But because it's the actual company making it, it makes me feel better about my purchase. Yeah, and they even, uh, Pixel Dan even asked uh, how much the Four Horsemen were involved in this. And, and, and they said, while we always consult with them and they're a great sounding board, they're not the ones sculpting these. These are being sculpted in-house at Mattel. So, um, the other big line from Mattel that I think has a lot of people excited, especially me and Mark uh, from Down Under, I've been scoring him. These, as they come out, is the Mega Constructs. So these are their uh, Lego versions of Masters of the Universe. They're ramping up this production like crazy, too. So uh, they'll be putting out two new series, one in the fall, one in the spring of 2020, of single-carded figures. Before, they've been mixed in with... Futurama and Terminator and X-Files and Star Trek. These will be 
two full waves of nothing but Masters of the Universe uh, little minifigures, uh, the little $5 price point figures. And uh, they're even going to be doing specific packaging for these waves. So I would look for these to be vintage-inspired as well. And they didn't show any off at the con. Uh, they probably don't have them done yet, but... Uh, I've, I'm really excited about that as well. And I know Peter does a lot of these to keep them carded. So I'm sure he's super excited about Masters of the Universe specific cards for these little minifigures. So my Walmart actually has all of the Mega Constructs on clearance for $4. All the little minifigures, including yeah. the Call of Duty and yes. everything? Yes, yes. So I don't know if they're doing a reset or what, but there's tons of yellow tags everywhere for yeah. Mega Constructs. Yeah, I mean, my Target has an entire aisle of clearance, and every single end cap is clearance. And and this is about par for the course, about, a, about a two weeks to a month after Comic-Con is where a lot of this stuff is going to hit the shelves. So you should be looking for resets and clearances all over the place. Um, let's see. They are also going to be doing new sets. So the the first one and the smallest one is going to be a sky sled. So the sky sled is the front part of the battle ram. Um, the little, it, I, it always reminded me of a wave runner or a jet ski, you know, um, it'll be coming as a three pack and that'll be comic based. It comes with the comic Adam, the, uh, they call it the comic beast man, but the all red beast man is already coming with castle Grayskull. This is a beast man that has the accessory pack armor the real bright orange armor on it and then a scare glow which we're getting a single pack scare glow coming out i don't know if it's been found yet but it should be at retail any day now uh but this will be more of a comic version of it which is colors are just dulled down a little bit um we're also getting a roton with merman battle cat and battle armor he-man so the battle cat looks amazing the battle armor he-man looks amazing the merman looks amazing and the roton looks great the roton actually works so if you had the roton as a kid or maybe as a collector now as you move it along the wheels at the bottom make the uh like a rip saw or not a jigsaw what do they call that lotus you you have a lot of man tools what's what what's a normal powered saw called i can't think of it right now a jigs a jigsaw no not a jigsaw not the small blade the big round Oh, circular saw? Circular saw. There you go. Yes, thank you. Yes, so it spins just like a circular saw when you push it along the ground. And I thought that was baller. Like, I saw it and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Too bad it doesn't spin. And it will actually spin uh, like a circular saw does. Um, And then we also get 
Point Dread. Uh, so this is like the eagle-looking vehicle. My Masters of the Universe Classics version of that was Mackenzie's favorite toy out of my room uh, a couple years ago. She just loved that Point Dread. Um, it comes with a little like uh, landing spot that looks like Castle Grayskull. Because in the Vintage line, in the Classics line, and now in the Mega Constructs line, that can actually attach to the Mega Constructs Castle Grayskull, which I think is just amazing. They're, they're killing it with this shit. I, I am so excited. Um, and then uh, you can't have Battle Cat and uh, Battle Armor He-Man without Panthor and Battle Armor Skeletor. So that'll be coming with that point dread in that pack as well. So uh, now, Lotus, I know you don't do you don't do masters and you don't do Lego. So these are not really down your in your wheelhouse. But Rock, have you done any of these Mega Construct stuff? No, I just don't like the scale of them. I just uh, not a big fan of it. Okay. Do you do any Lego stuff at all? Even with the no, kids? No, not anymore. My son grew out of it. Like, he was doing the G.I. Joe Creo and the Lego Star Wars and Batman stuff. But nah, he's just uh, once Fortnite and Call of Duty came, said, <laughs> screw the toys. That's for old ki- old people. <laughs> no, my, my, I have a lot of friends that are into it, just not me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm loving it. I haven't pulled the trigger on the $250 uh, Castle Grayskull, that's just, whew. I'm hoping to see that clearance out some point at Amazon or GameStop. But um, Super 7, so uh, like I mentioned, they, they're continuing their MOTU license. They just literally gave no specifics. They didn't say we're going to do classics, we're doing reaction they just said we have the license still and we are still working on motu stuff um they said it was in flux primarily because mattel's what mattel is going to produce is in flux currently as well um oh my typos here uh turtles uh they are like they mentioned they're going to be doing turtles based off of the Classics Buck, so that kind of same style, same thing they did with Voltron and Toxic Avengers. Uh, they did confirm that they're going to be based on the toy designs, so much brighter, uh, much brighter greens, more so in line with the SH Figure Arts uh, versions of them. And they said there'd be more information in October, November, which basically means that they'll be revealing stuff at New York Comic Con, most likely. Uh, Snake Mountain, they said, and, and I didn't see this on any of the toy blogs or anything. They said right before the show, they sent out an update about Snake Mountain, and they said they're committing themselves to producing a monthly update about where Snake Mountain is. And and the more I see it, like, with the barge, missing out, missing out on backing the barge, the more I saw of it, I started regretting it. I was like, fuck, I should have done that. 
the the more I see of Snake Mountain and the more people talk about it, I'm so glad I didn't. I yeah. don't need a four foot by three yep. foot playset in my yeah. house. It's just too much. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're gonna get it, you know, and then I guess maybe resell it, I guess, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, Rock, didn't you say that you uh, possibly backed that one? I was thinking about it, but it's funny. I saw the the barge last week in the box at a toy store. I don't think it'll fit in my car. I, I don't even <laughs> think I could have got it home. I mean, I drive a sedan, but, I mean, you literally need an SUV to get that thing home. It was massive. No, I, I thought about it only for the fact of, uh, of reselling it, but that was the only thing that kind of had me you know, wavering on it, but I, and eventually I ended up not buying it. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. In my opinion, you should never be buying anything. You, you can, you can, there can be conjecture on that. It might be worth more later if you needed to get rid of it because you lost your job or something. But my opinion, you should never be buying anything with the sole purpose of flipping it, you know? Uh, well, the barge now is only selling for like nine hundred dollars. Oh, that's nice. I've seen a bunch of them for nine hundred. Yeah, that's good. You know, is that, plus shipping. Is, is that with oh, the? Yeah. Is that with the yak face as well, or? You know, some of them. You know, I'm trying to remember because I saw it on some of those groups I'm in that people are selling for nine hundred. Like, lost my job, need to clear up room, or ba 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 ba. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't remember call, recalling if they had it with the yak face or not. But yeah, it's. I, I think yeah, I think the yak face is packed in the box. It is. I'm trying uh, to remember. If they're saying it's sealed, it comes with it. Yeah, it's sealed. Yeah. Um, and then a super quick mention in the in the interview. I actually missed it and and just saw this on one of the one of the sites or one of the groups. Uh, uh, they said uh, Thundercats may be coming sooner rather than later. So, uh, oh. again, lo- I would say look for that at New York Comic Con. Yeah, see, and this is this is the whole thing is, you know, I, uh, I mean, Thundercats, I, once again, I wasn't allowed to actually have the toys as a kid. Um, but, um, you know, definitely... Uh, I just have a problem with another company producing them. Like if LJN wants to come back to life and they want, <laughs> if LJN wants to produce them, I'm down. Like uh, that's it. You know, it'd be so awesome to get, you know, fresh, fresh carded figures with that nice little LJN logo, but you're just never going to see that logo. You know, yeah, that's exactly right. It's, it's like, I just, this super, and I hate, and I'm not, you know, I don't want to rain anybody's parade. I know there's tons of people that are collecting all this stuff from Super 7. And, I, you know, it's great that they're doing all this stuff. But I don't know. If you want to tie yourself to nostalgia, and that's really what we're doing. I don't I mean, <laughs> it's all about the nostalgia. And I don't know. All, like, those, that LJN logo. And I don't know. I just, I feel sometimes that Super 7 is like a, you know, you talk about bootlegs and KOs, you know, it, it just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's officially licensed stuff, right? It's yeah. real licensed yeah. stuff, but it's not the real company making it, you know? No, and I agree. I mean, and, and to their, and, and to their credit, you know, they're producing this stuff solely based on nostalgia, you know, like this is, that's their whole motto is that 
these are the things they collected when they're kids and they want to bring it to a new generation. And I give them, I give them big props for that. But I agree with you, Lotus. Like if you're trying to scratch a nostalgia itch, go fucking buy the, go buy the original LGN or, you know, fucking hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars for each figure. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I mean, try to get a carded, try to get a carded Bengali. You're talking, (laughs) you know, 300 bucks for a carded Bengali, you know? Yeah, no. I, you have to see what the second wave of figures go for. The last ones, oh my god! Oh expensive. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I I I looked at vintage uh, Thundercats. They're out of this world. Well, that's um, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like you know, Pumira and Bengali. Uh, you know, definitely they're definitely way up there. I mean, even Jaga's up there. You know. Yeah. Uh, miscellaneous uh, they showed off and here's where I actually have some links because I didn't even know what these things look like uh, we have the uh, She-Ra doll line so this is I, I don't know is it a Target exclusive um, but this will be at Target uh, while I was watching while I was watching the uh, uh, the walkthrough with Pixel Dan it was awesome. Uh, Little Miss McFavorite picked her head up out of her YouTube, and she's like, "Shira," and I'm like, "Yeah, look, that's cool. Shira that's dolls." Cool. And and I'm like, "Do you want any of these?" And she's like, "I don't know." And I said, "Well, we'll see them in Targets, and and you can decide then." But yeah, these are these are definitely dolls. They are they are cloth or mixed media, whatever you want to call them. Um, but looking good. Uh, I don't see me buying any of them, you know. Uh, the she one way at the bottom is probably the most iconic. And maybe if she was on clearance for five bucks, I might buy that. But again, it, it, Lotus always talks shit. To me, they're dolls, and I don't collect. Well, dolls, that's a but that's so. a definition of a real doll, though. That's yeah. a that's yeah, how that's how a doll started, though. That's you know, like I said, I don't I don't consider I don't know, hot I, toys I just, being dolls. No, I mean they're you know just because they have cloth, you know, I mean there there's uh when you know sideshow when they make uh, statues, they make quarter scale statues that ha- that they call mixed media, where it's. Mm. It's a you know polystone statue, but they use cloth uh, to accent it. So I mean, there's, I mean, are you, you going to call that a doll? You know, it's a, it's a, the whole thing is made out of polystone, but they put they'll put a coat on it or they'll put you know whatever you know. So well, Mego figures are an articulated figure with clothes on them, and they're called Mego dolls. But those are very inch. soft, though, right? Those are those are soft or are they actual like an actual uh is the body like a soft body or is it a uh you know like a a, a thicker plastic like uh, oh it's a plastic it's an articulated oh, yeah. plastic highly yeah, articulated plastic okay gotcha okay yeah i mean their their base sculpts under all their clothes are are really good sculpts uh, again my problem is and and again going to the point of say amigo versus a hot toys like a hot toys is 
immaculately sewn and like and right. designed it's tight, and, yeah it's like it's perfect a, it's a perfect it's a perfect replica of what you see in the movie so right. if the if the suit is you know attached you know to their skin it's going to be that, that exact yeah. tailoring you know yeah and whereas migo just looks like barbie clothes on top of a again a highly articulated figure but it just looks like barbie clothes on top of them um now something i did buy into uh peter again oh god he's like my worst enemy when it comes to saving money uh he posted uh deepdiscount.com it's a it's a media site um but they do big blowouts on some of on some of the stuff they had uh he posted that they were having a big discount sale on there and so if you click on the link i actually got that faker he doesn't come with the the uh, battle damaged head that's on display here which is fine by me to me that looks dumb but i went in on this a hundred dollar one six scale figure has hmm. soft goods okay. um just because i wanted to try it and faker's one of my favorite things i think it's super goofy in the cartoon he actually looked like he-man with glowing eyes but the toy was this bright blue and orange figure mm-hmm. <laughs> that was supposed okay. to fake people out so uh, soon he's he's not in stock yet he was a pre-order even though he's out right now but it was pre-order for that site um soon i'll get to find out what the hubbub's all about now, what was the price point? What was the original price? Because you, you said you got it on sale. What was the original price point for that? A uh, hundred and sixty, and I got okay. them for a hundred and ten. Shit. Okay, and that's that's uh, that's Mondo, right? Yeah, this is okay. Mondo. So the guys that do the posters, yep, they yep. did the turtles. Everybody loved. Um, but oh my god, this Hordak! That Hordak is the fucking shit and i'm a hordak fan i might if i get that faker and i love it i might buy that hordak as well just because to me he works perfect with their more stylized like to me they all kind of look a little bit more futuristic as opposed to mythology kind of version Mm -hmm. And that yeah. Hordak is a perfect example of that because Hordak was more science than than mythology, you know. Um, but yeah, he he looks dope. He looks dope. I'm loving it. Um, if you're if you're just a fan of action figures in general, uh, if you look at their God of War. Their God of War is pretty freaking amazing. I'm a big God of War fan. Um, he looks great. And then something that... Oh, uh, not that I would deep dive into this because I'm not a big Marvel fan, but they have uh, Mondo Mecha. And the first two figures they show here is a Captain America. And what's the other one? Oh, and a Batman. And the Batman looks amazing. The Captain America is a little too Gundam for me, but I I think that's the point. You know, big, huge rifle, big, huge scale, everything tech. 
I think those look those look really cool. Uh, oh. What are you guys' kind of impressions on on those things? I mean, you know, for me, anything that I buy has to be nostalgic, and this I just I I, I don't I too I. I have no interest in any of yeah this does this is not batman to me this is not captain america to me you know this is just whatever this is like me trying to make an action figure you know yeah and rock before you chime in lotus if you go further down they have batman the animated series in one six scale so those are a littleness if you were into Batman the animated series. Yeah, I never, you know, that's yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I never never got into Batman the animated ser- series. Uh, but yeah, those yeah, I, I yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but yeah. Still just no draw for you. No, no, not at all because I just yeah, no. Nope. And Rock, what about you? I think these Motu figures look incredible. Yeah. They're, they're, the sculpts are unbelievable. I mean, these look great in a detail. Oh, my God. See, and they're Batman and Skeletor, and, or Batman, they're, they're He-Man, and Skeletor are the worst ones of the bunch. Like the Man-at-Arm. But those are the first at, ones. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I yeah, think so they, 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 didn't, they didn't know what they were doing, but the rest yeah. of them look cool. Like the Man-at-Arms looks cool. Yeah, I agree. I don't even like Man-at-Arms, and that Man-at-Arms looks like the shit, you know? But... Yeah, I don't like the Captain America the Batman either. Really? I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't care yeah. for them. I'm a mecha guy, but I I would like it to more look less gun to me and more like a suit or like Pacific Rim where someone's piloting it some way. These just look like robots, and that's that's not really my thing either. Um, and then just real quick to give a big shout out, we talked about this on the podcast I was on, um, and I think it's really cool. Uh, her universe, so Ashley Eckstein, uh, the voice of Ahsoka Tano on the Clone Wars and now Rebels, um, started her own Star Wars line back in the day when she originally got that job because she wanted to wear Star Wars stuff to the cons and there was nothing made for women. So she started a a female-inspired clothing line for Star Wars and now she's expanding into She-Ra and I think that's dope. So uh, you get some She-Ra stuff here, you get some uh, earrings, you get a clutch, and then you get some hoodies and that kind of stuff. And I just wanted to bring emphasis to that. If you do have a female uh, Masters fan or She-Ra fan in your life, to me, this is kind of a perfect gift for them because I think they look dope. You know, it's obviously nothing I would wear myself, at least out in public. Wink, wink. Oh, but, boy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for the for the female in your life, I think these this is really cool, and I like to see her expanding past that you know very common Star Wars trope. Um. All right. Next up, GI Joe. One Ooh. whole thing. <laughs> And of Actually, there's another one that came up. <laughs> the uh, you, while we're on San Diego Comic Con, the exclusive they were supposed to have got canceled. Uh, what? The uh, yeah, they were supposed to have. Um, 
the, I forgot what number of the issue was, but they were supposed to have six different covers. They were going to be $25 each. Mm-hmm. Each one was going to have, um, a, like, the vintage packaging of Snake Eyes was, like, three or four different covers. They had a printing problem, and they canceled the whole thing. Oh, my God, because we talked about that in the last show. Yeah. I was like, this is dope. Yeah. Like, if I was there, I might get one of those. Oh, man. Yeah, canceled. <laughs> old I- Good old IDW. Oh, my God. Well, this uh, the announcement they made there was uh, IDW is going to be producing a new series called Snake Eyes Dead Game, arriving in 2020. And the big news here is it's going to be headed by Rob Liefeld. So the person responsible for uh, Deadpool, and who else did he do? He did a couple other big characters in the Marvel Universe, but... Uh, anyways, Deadpool, in his quote here, he says two words, bucket list. One word, one more word, icon. Snake Eyes is Wolverine, Deadpool, and Spider-Man rolled into one amazing character for an entire generation of fans that thrilled to his adventures in the comics and cartoon and hung on, uh, hung on his every toy release. So... That's cool. I I don't know what he'll, you know, obviously the the beautiful part of Deadpool is his deadpan delivery of just absolutely hilarious lines. Um how crazy they went with it with head pool and dog pool and you know and all these other kind of shit. I I don't know how he'll be able to introduce you know, that kind of life into Snake Eyes. Um, I think they'll take it very, if G.I. Joe wasn't already adult enough in the comics, I think he'll take it to that next level of gore and that kind of stuff. But Yeah. I, just, to, just to tag on to this, uh, he showed off, or, well, Hot Toys showed off Venom Pool. Oh, did they? Oh, I didn't yeah. even see that. So I guess it's some it's a, it's a it's a comic related thing, but yeah, they showed off this huge one sixth uh, Venom pool. So oh. it's a it's a Deadpool, but it's Venom. So. so everybody was like, "What?" Like they had this thing <laughs> stuck inside of the Marvel cabinet. So every it just it just looks so out of place, you know this big looking. Venom slash Deadpool slash tendrils everywhere. It just looked really out of place. You know? Yeah, and like I say, it's one of those things where Deadpool has just been co-opted for everything, it seems, nowadays. So, But, well, that was... That was the one big Joe announcement at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Uh, next up, our miscellaneous section. So if you're not a big fan of the, the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. But here's some other information, because I am assume, if you're like me, that's my concentration. But I still collect, let's see, what do I have here? I have Pacific Rim, Stranger Things... Uh, uh, God of War, King Kong, Godzilla, 
Um, yeah, so even though Bucky O'Hare, <laughs> uh, you're probably interested in other things. And one of the things that uh, Mr. Stark was interested in was Blitzway, which it sounds familiar, but I couldn't name you one thing they have ever done or anything I've ever been exposed to. So I thought this was kind of cool that you brought yeah. this to our attention. Yeah, Blitzway is a high-end uh, action figure, so they, they're they uh, very close to what Hot Toys does. I, I gotta say, uh, the, the sculptor uh, sculptors that they have are, are really amazing, and uh, so they, they did some really good uh, Fight Club figures years ago, and ever since those figures... Um, yeah, I forgot what was it, Tyler Durden or whatever was one of the Fight Club guys, and uh, but anyway, uh, so they they've done statues as well, um, but uh, they actually they did the Ghostbusters, so maybe that would ring a bell for you. They did one sixth movie accurate full ecto, ecto pack. Uh, uh, with uh, you know LEDs and full full sculpts, you know realistic sculpts of the Ghostbusters, and that, that came out about two years ago. And are we talking comparable price top toys, just under it? Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, the those Ghostbuster figures, I believe, were they were they were they weren't selling them individually. You could buy them in like a three pack or a four pack, and then I think they had the whole thing with Slimer and everything. But uh, yeah, they were averaging close to two hundred dollars. I think it was two hundred and twenty a figure. I think. Okay. So yeah, they're they're Hot Toys pricing, uh, but they they deserve it. They're a great company. Uh, they're actually making a one sixth scale. Ecto one, uh, and I don't think that's actually come out yet, but it's a four foot Ecto one, you know, full Jeez. everything. <laughs> so uh, to go along with your one sixth uh, Ghostbusters, so uh, really cool. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I you know we we talk about nostalgia and stuff, and Inspector Gadget was a cartoon I was allowed to watch, <laughs> uh, and so what we're talking about here are some. Uh, they're just doing some really nice action figures. Um, and I, I don't think they're actually, I don't know if they're articulate. I think they're just like little statuettes or something. Um, they look like they're made of like a vinyl or something. But uh, yeah, they're very highly detailed Inspector Gadget with uh, Quimby and Penny. And, you know, so I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, what got me was you're like, it looked like they stepped right off the screen, and you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very accurate, very you're, accurate. You're right, that, like, flash, like, washes out anywhere where there would be, I would say, I mean, looking at the Spectre Gadget, he looks art articulated, like his elbows and his wrists and stuff. No. No, I mean, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think that those are wrinkles in his coat. There's no, there's no cuts anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they're just doing like animation modeling kind of a thing, you know? No, so I don't, I don't even know what the scale is on these, honestly, but, yeah. uh, um, but yeah, I think they're uh, done real well. So I just thought that was really cool. Just throw that in there. Yeah, and they uh, they have a Daenerys, they have a Bruce Lee, they have a Godfather. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Now it, it's. I I would be curious, and if anybody knows, let us know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That Bruce Lee. I was curious if maybe it was like 
that uh, skin over the articulated skeleton. Like uh, I think Hot Toys has done that in the past. Yeah, they, uh, they, but. yeah, they, they. Uh, I mean, Hot Toys uses like for Thanos and stuff, and mm-hmm. Thor and and Hulk. Yeah, they're they have uh, they have the the skin over the joints. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's just interesting that a high end uh, action uh, figure, well, I call them action figures, uh, high end, are, are doing uh, a I don't know, like little statuette. They look like they're vinyl, but uh, I, I don't know. But yeah, pretty neat. And then uh, something near and dear to my heart, just because I I was a completist while uh, the reaction line was under Funko. Uh, Funko is going to be doing some of the uh, Resistance Dark Crystal figures. Um, So these are all new characters except for the crazy one-eyed lady, uh, Agra. Um, we're also going to get a silk spitter, which is very close to their, uh, the Gartham, which was like a crab creature from the original movie. Um, but these look to be five point of articulation figures, although it's kind of weird. Oh, maybe they're going to be there. Maybe these are going to be the Funko. So if you're not familiar when, when Super 7 took back the reaction line from Funko, Funko started producing figures that had knees and uh, elbow joints. And it looks like these might have the signs of elbow joints in them. But either way, I'm excited about this series. I'm excited, uh, I'm excited about uh, new figures from it for sure. So that's that's one thing that I'm kind of looking forward to. They don't look nearly as good as the reaction figures, especially the the Skeksis, uh, whatever his name is here. Gelfling Deet, the Hunter, Hup, Agra. Yeah. So this must be the Hunter is who that Skeksis is. But anyways. I think you're the only one that knows about Cares Dark about Crystal. Dark Crystal. Yeah. I, yeah, that's way too evil. I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're growing up with, man. Okay, and now I couldn't link to the specific post here, so I just linked to the group. Um, I'll figure out how to get linked to the post before we do this, but the link's going to take you to the group currently, and then if you scroll down, you can see Lotus's post about these uh, Hot Toys 3 and 3 quarter Hall of Fame uh, Iron Man. So they're not the Hall of Fame. It's the Hall of Armor uh, from Iron Man. And, uh, yeah, um, so we don't know the exact size, but uh, uh, Matt or uh, uh, Matt was actually at uh, SDCC um, looking at uh, bringing news for from Hot Toys uh, to us. And uh, f- saw this at the booth, and um, yeah, he thinks it's probably around GI Joe size. Uh, he, he definitely feels they weren't six inch. So uh, yeah, these are very mini. Um, and I actually uh, rewatched the video, and it turns out that uh, I know Glenn was asking if these figures are removable, and unfortunately, they're not removable. So this is literally. 
uh, a set, a miniature set, Hall of Armor with Mark 1 to Mark 7. They all connect. Um, you can buy them individually, but they also said in the video you can buy them as a set. So there'll be a set. Um, and, uh, yeah, they all connect, and they have LEDs just like the Hall of Armor does. And basically they're just going to sit there on your shelf and look nice. Um, so it's still interesting to me. I, like I said, for me, um, I wouldn't have any interest in, uh, taking the figures out and doing anything, but I know a lot of people would. Um, and, uh, so yeah, there you go. So there's no price point that, you know, there's no price point. There's no, uh, there's no date of release. Uh, um, but if you want a miniature hall of armor with Mark one through seven, which, I actually owned the one sixth scale Hall of Armor uh, with uh, marks one through seven in there, which uh, would cost you know about five thousand uh, dollars. I've sold that, uh, but yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what the price point is on this. Uh, I know Hot Toys is kind of expensive. They they make a uh, they make a what. It's called Cost Babies, COS Babies, and those are those are like close to fifty dollars each, and they look like just pop vinyl to me. Um, so maybe maybe these are going to be expensive. I don't know if they're too crazy. I'm not going to get it, but uh, I'm just into this world's smallest kind of a thing kick at this mm-hmm. point. So I figured, ah, that'd be kind of cool to to maybe have that on display. But uh, yeah, if it's too expensive, I'm not going to get it. But. Well, and what's cool with this too is uh, all the card backs make yeah. one big like yep. art piece too. I, I dug it's a great that. yeah, it's a great art piece. I mean, you know, they it's all labeled Mark One through Seven on the bottom, and you know, it it's got the art is great. So yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll see. And like I said, they said that they're going to offer them on the card art, and then they also said that there's going to be a box set. So maybe we would have individual boxes with art on there as well. So, Oh, hell yeah. Um, all right. Getting in the NECA again, uh, big props up to Dan, uh, that always does a walkthrough with Randy. He did it the first night. It's, it's hilarious that he's in there before the exhibit hall opens. And like, right at the beginning of the video, it's like, exhibitors the hall will open momentarily Uh, and i just miss those kind of announcements because i remember them back from when i was there but uh neko is going turtles crazy turtles crazy now rock are you a turtles guy at all i am but i i have no luck at all buying these things I miss out on the exclusives. I don't find them at Target, so <laughs> I have I have none of them right now. <laughs> and they and they did say they're going to release them again uh, because I, I was curious that myself is uh, same thing. They said we did darker, more video game versions in those first two packs, and now they're going to release new two packs with the turtles in the brighter cartoon colors, which would be more accurate in my opinion. But so you'll, you'll have another chance. Um, 
The Turtles in Time figures are going to be for specialty shops like Big Bad Toy Store and Entertainment Earth. While the cartoon stuff, they're going to leave primarily for big box retailers, which basically that means it's going to be it's going to be Target. That's the only place that I know that carries big box stuff for NECA anymore. Um, but lots of cool things. Um, if you're a fan of the video game, you remember the Rodney robots. Those were the robots that came out with the arms that would reach out. The little tentacles would reach out and shock you. Um, so they're going to do a two or a three pack. They're, they're trying to figure out costing on that with a ton of different arm attachments. Uh, they're going to come out with a deluxe Foot Clan Ninja that's just going to have tons of accessories. Uh, they were saying a red foot logo, a yellow foot logo, a gas mask, like four different heads, and uh, multiple different hands, multiple accessories. Uh, along with that, each of the packs will be coming with tons of small accessories. They've got a guy that is just a turtle fanatic, uh, as the product manager of this. He literally built the dioramas that they're displayed in, in all the photos and videos that you're going to see from Comic-Con. Uh, and you see a pigeon ninja, uh, pizza monsters, a palm tree for slash on there. So very cool. Uh, talked about the brighter green and then the big reveal that they did for pixel Dan was there for the first time ever outside of the, uh, vintage line and the new turtles line. They're going to be doing a cartoon and, video game accurate metalhead which he's one of my favorite characters that's the uh robot uh turtle that donatello made in the cartoon uh right now primarily they showed uh just the cartoon stuff at san diego comic-con uh cartoon and video game stuff but uh they're going to go crazy and again typo here they're going to go crazy with the movie stuff for new york comic-con and toy fair next year so tons more movie stuff coming so yeah People were wondering, they had produced, for the last three years, produced these amazing Comic-Con exclusives, but you couldn't buy them in store. Last year, we saw the movie stuff come into GameStop. Now, it looks like they're full full speed ahead with just Turtles, everything they can produce. So, there you go, Rock. You'll have your chance, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully it's the keyword and then another one you wanted to talk about Lotus the uh, rancid dead apple or or, sorry court of the dead skull apple rancid version yeah I mean this is just something that you know I mean these are these are basically apples so sideshow sideshow collectibles always takes an apple for scale and puts the apple next to the statue or whatever it is. Um, and they use the apple as a scale reference. Huh. 
So um, you'll see the Apple and all their, you know, all pictures for anything they, they sell normally. So for the court of the deadline, what they did, uh, I don't know if it was last year or the year before. I think it was last year. Uh, they offered a, they, they actually put the Apple, but it was a scary looking Apple, you know, highly detailed. <laughs> So next to their Court of Dead statue that they were releasing and people loved it. Like it's, you know, it sold out instantly. I think it was like 80, I think it was like around $80, but um, just really, really neat. So now they're doing two, two new apples. Uh, One is the rotten rancid version. The other one's the rotten version. So there's two apples. Uh, I know you don't have the link for the other one, but yeah, they're basically just doing two, two apples and uh, yeah. It's just cool, you know, especially for Halloween. Uh, you know, that'd be something you could put on your desk or something. I mean, this is like expensive. You know, it's there. It's going to be like eighty bucks, you know, for an apple. But you know, it's a highly detailed, you know, uh, statue. You know. So. Well, and like you say, especially if sideshows your thing, and you and I, I hadn't even thought about it until you mentioned it, and I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Even the Star Wars land, yeah. You yeah. know, they would put an apple there to signify scale. So yeah. that is that's and Court of the Dead cool. is, is it's cool. Court of Dead is cool because it's actually sideshow's own property. So okay. it, this is this say, is I'd their property. That, so yeah, it's cool. They they created this whole world, and it, it has uh, you know actual uh, fiction and everything with it, and it's it's neat. Uh, you know, so uh, it's been around for years, and they just decided. Like I think it was last year to take the apple and make it into a <laughs> cool-looking dead apple, and it sold out. It was like it was like the hit. Like people were selling them for like double the price, and so yeah. So it's it's cool, but that's dope. All right, we got a few things here with San Diego Comic Con. Then we're gonna move into TF Comic Con. Um, I think we're gonna call it a show there. I had toy news and third party store reports that kind of stuff but i think we'll save that for next episode uh rock's got to get up early and we're already pushing two hours so hang in there with us guys (laughs) yeah sorry pushing three hours uh (laughs) hang in there with us we've got a a few more comic-con things then we'll do tfcon and and we'll be out so um next up black hole figures from diamond select uh so these are very cool uh so diamond select are most people probably know them as as a subline that is opposite of marvel legends that are closer to uh, seven to eight inch scale as opposed to Marvel Legends that are six to six and a half inch. Um, but we're getting, um, oh god, I, I know the red robot, the red robot is Maximilian. Um, I can't remember what the two other robots is. One's like, you, you know, you know about this. I don't, I just don't understand how you even know about this. Oh, yeah, Black Hole was. That was 1978. It was like right after, uh, right after Star Wars came out. Disney was like, "Oh, this space thing is cool," and they put out their own space drama. You know, never heard of it. Black Hole is the slobby Robbie of Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's how you could. 
figure it out. It's uh, the little robot's Vincent, isn't he? Vincent? Yeah. Yes, that's right. I wanted to, I kept wanting to say T-Bob. And, and I'm like, no, that's Mask. Um, let's see. This is, uh, I'm looking at the Twitter of, of our friend uh, Matt Guzzi from Awesome Toy Blog here. Uh, yeah, damn, it doesn't say any videos. It, or it doesn't say any names on here. But anyways, if you're a Black Hole fan, they're making figures for you. They're going to have lots of accessories. They look amazing. So please go check that out and follow Matt Guzzi on, on Twitter. He's one of the lesser known guys that co- covers uh, San Diego Comic-Con to a T for a one person show. You know, like I say, we gave big props to Toy Arc at the beginning of the show. They have they have multiple people running around to be able to capture all this stuff. This guy is one dude. He runs awesometoyblog.com. He has my go-to list for all exclusives for San Diego Comic-Con. When I was creating a list for my friend Mule for me, that's what I used. I sent him the list. He uses his list as all the exclusives he wants to pick up. So please go check him out. Follow him on Twitter. I would appreciate it. Uh, next up, Storm Collectibles, uh, best known for their Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter series. They are getting into the Injustice line. So if you're down with some DC action, they've got some amazing things there, as well as Gears of War. But I, what I really wanted to talk about is their Golden Axe. So if you scroll down towards the bottom, you'll see like a red dragon thing. Uh, with like a He-Man looking figure on this. If you are a video game fan in the arcades back in the 80s, no doubt Golden Axe should have been one of your favorites. And this thing is absolutely amazing. I'm just scared of the price point on this thing. Their figures are about the $80 to $90 range. And now they have a dragon that the guy's riding. So no doubt this will probably be about the $150 range. You, you know you know, there's a huge aftermarket for this too, right? Uh, for Golden the, the, or Storm no, for, Collectibles? For Storm Collectibles, they the Mortal Kombat figures. Some of them are just like in the hundred, you know, hundred and fifty dollar range. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, who was I? Oh, it was uh, Tim K, uh, no. our brother in Germany. Uh, I was watching one of, or I shouldn't say watching. I was reading one of his videos because <laughs> they're closed captioned, and he was talking about how he's getting into Storm, but he's pretty much like priced out of some of the early releases. Just, I mean, everybody's in all the realm. All the realm guys are are into this stuff. So, oh, yeah. are they? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even Deluxe. You know, he's Matt got into this and he's having to pay high prices to, to get figures but yeah th- those guys they're all into it okay. all right so i got one storm collect my first storm collectible on pre-order cyrax from mortal kombat 3 my favorite character in all of mortal kombat i love that mofo so just like i'm always looking for that hot toys to buy i finally found my storm collectible to buy and that was that cyrax figure cool. um hiya hiya 
was on uh, exhibit at the previews booth. So Haya is a, a Japanese company that produces three and three quarter uh, super articulated, awesome figures. Uh, they got their uh, start doing aliens figures and then moved on to Predator and then uh, did Injustice figures as well. Uh, the big draw here is not just Green Lantern, because I'm a Green Lantern fan. I've had him on pre-order for some time now. Uh, they showed off a RoboCop three and three-quarter figure Hi, again, these are only 20 bucks. So this isn't like a huge jump from regular like Star Wars three and three quarter figures. Uh, but their figures are super articulated, painted to the nines, great accessories. Again, we're just seeing a prototype here with not a lot of accessories. The, the head sculpt isn't my favorite, but I'm going to I'm going to reserve judgment until we see some painted prototypes and that kind of thing but excited for that man i i love robocop so how about you guys robocop anything lotus i assume no. you weren't allowed to I mean, watch I, that because it was hyper violent for its time uh i don't remember the cartoon um I think I mean I remember there was a cartoon, but I don't remember seeing it. But yeah, I mean I watched RoboCop. Uh, uh, I had the Enerbay one quarter scale RoboCop oh, wow. high end wow. high end figure. Um, I do have a video of that as well if you want to yeah. check it out. But, I might yep. have to go look look that up in the archive. Yep. Rock RoboCop anything. Will you buy that? I'd for buy a that dollar? for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I I have the NECA RoboCop. I have the my original vintage RoboCop figure that you remember that you put the roll of caps in yeah, it. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I have that still. Um, I've seen these figures, the alien ones. They they're mm -hmm. decent, but they're just you know, uh, the they're they're just not. I have to see them person, the RoboCop one. I, I saw the alien ones. I didn't really like them too much. See, and I got uh, I got the Predator City Hunter because Predator Two is, I I almost like Predator Two more than uh, the original Predator just because it's so goofy, like eighties, early nineties stuff, you know, Jamaican drug lords and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I absolutely love it. Uh, for 20 bucks, in my opinion, it's one of the best purchases I've made. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm all about this RoboCop. And then uh, something that... Uh, I, it must have gotten leaked early. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not really getting the timing here. But I thought Peter posted these before Comic-Con. Maybe it was just like the day before or something. Uh, but uh, Mega Constructs is also doing uh, Game of Thrones. So their diorama is absolutely amazing. Um, you've got the dragons there. What's crazy is the dragons, their wings look like they're going to be cloth wings, which is really interesting. Um, but you got, uh, you've got white walkers and the zombies. And then of course, all your favorite characters, you have an iron throne there. Um, 
again, this will be completely a cherry pick line for me. I don't need to go all in. Um, but they're even doing taking a page out of Lego and something that I love. They're even doing like a little miniature version of the Red Keep. And that's a no-brainer for me, even though I'm not a huge Red Keep fan. But just the fact that they're doing a miniature version of that castle is is absolutely amazing, in my opinion. So, very excited about these. Uh, Lotus, were, did, you even, did you watch Game of Thrones? Nope, no interest. Do you have HBO? No, no okay. interest. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you didn't have HBO and still we're not watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> I I don't like mythical, I don't like ancient, I don't I oh, no really? interest in no interest in any like of any of that. Nope. And... Don't care. Nope. Don't wow. care. Wow. Nope. Pretty adamant about that. I like I I like your conviction. I just I don't like I just don't like medieval. I don't like any of that stuff. I just have no interest in that. Rock so you must have really hated. Oh, sorry, but Lotus, you must have really hated work on Mondays when everybody's sitting around talking about Game of Thrones, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about right now. That's the beauty of having a home office. You're just oh. <laughs> true. Oh. <laughs> I love Game of Thrones. I was in it from day one, uh, but I wouldn't buy these figures. Yeah, again, just yeah. not not your scale. Yeah, I just don't like the mega construct thing. I mean, I I'm glad they're making them, but just I'm looking at the I'm looking at the sculpts. I'm just like, whew. They don't, you know. That's why I don't like that scale. You really can't do that much detail with it. Oh, see, I think they do it well, and I think they do a great job with what they can. At that scale, right. but I see your point. Like, if that's just not your thing. All right. Well, that was fucking Comic Con. Rock, do you want to drop off? You want to hang in for TF Con? Maybe twenty more minutes, or um, yeah, I think I'm going to drop off now. Yeah, yeah. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Yeah, four forty-five comes up pretty quickly in the morning for <laughs> me to I get up. Imagine, I can imagine it's almost ten o'clock your time. So. All right, brother. Well, it's been amazing having you on. And like I say, I'll save the rest of the show for the next time. No uh, problem. But uh, Lotus and I will hit some TFCon uh, stuff. And uh, we'll catch you in a couple weeks, brother. Sounds good. Take care, guys. See you later, Rock. All right. Peace. Peace. Bye. All right, so that that was a lot of Comic Con. The thank week God the- he's gone. <laughs> oh yeah, let's start talking about him. Yeah. Oh, that rock guy. Oh, oh man, that rock <laughs> <laughs> just Ugh. won't shut up. I tell you I what, know. I was just like, God, Rock, you're the reason why this is going to be a three-hour show, and then you got to leave early. Right, exactly. <laughs> talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> All right, the week before, or maybe it was two weeks before Comic-Con, I'm, I'm losing my dates here because my work has been so crazy, but uh, we got TFCon Toronto, and with TFCon Toronto comes the third party panel, and and kind of Star Wars-ish here, probably the most disappointing third party panel ever, right? No. I mean, there really wasn't anything anything crazy that that was... You know, that we didn't already know about. Yeah. I don't know. I just, that's how I kind of felt. 
I mean, the MOC tapes were kind of cool, but yeah, I think those. I think that was the biggest thing that people yeah, were. Which is sad about. because normally there's more news, you know. Well, what's crazy is everybody bitched about those when they came out, like when the Jaguar oh, came I, out, like mm-hmm. people bitch, and now mm-hmm. it it sold out. They re-released it. It sold out yep. again, and now people are like, "Please bring it back!" Like, let, I cool need to thing, catch up. You know? The cool thing about MMC is they are listening to fans, and that's mm-hmm. why they brought back Jaguar. Um, so that was really cool that they did that. So, I mean, why not? I mean, if if they can make the money, then hey, you know. Plus, it helps out all the fans. Yeah, and I couldn't. In in the panel, they showed a cage for him. And I couldn't tell if if they were meaning that it, it said Jaguar plus it, it said like R whatever his code number was plus, and then it said Cage. So I don't know if they're going to be coming out with him on a third release. Yeah, they, with they the could. Cage, yeah. Which yeah. I yeah. might jump in on it. I I wasn't a huge fan of the birds. Yeah, the birds were out of scale. The yeah. birds being in that that large size just mm-hmm. did not work. Yeah, but I think uh, yeah, I think Braun. I, I think they're gonna. I think it's gonna look good though. I'm glad that they're doing some of these uh, Autobots. Um. All right. So in the show notes, I'm gonna have some of my highlights on here. Um. Let me actually open these up in different different things so I can see. We have linked to the uh all the panel slides themselves there's also videos this is how i i kind of was able to see the panel for for real on there what the fuck is going on i think i just oh there we go uh so we're gonna skip a ton of shit because a ton of shit was just uninspired or we knew about it uh one of the first things what was really weird was uh what is this is this 3a who who did this blitzwing uh dx9 did a blitzwing i'm sorry i don't know where you are in all this mess so just just going i'm gonna go through the slides and keep like my highlights from the show notes, but uh, three A's Blitzwing. Was oh, okay. You're talking about the show. movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is a three A. Yep. Which was really weird because this isn't third party. This is an officially licensed. It's fit, yeah, figure. officially licensed. Yep. So yep. I I don't know why they threw that in there, but um, uh, we get this unfortunately named Banana Force, which mm-hmm. is. The R.I.D. Prime and R.I.D. Ultra Magnus non-transforming, very much uh, Gundam style with huge rail guns and stuff. Uh, only real kind of cool thing there is that they combine. I thought that was kind of a cool concept there. Yeah. That you're taking I, these. I, I, I just have no interest in any of this mech stuff, unfortunately. I just yeah. can't. Nothing. I feel ya. I feel ya. Um, so let's see. Uh, then we get to half uh, half the battle toys. Uh, so remind me, is this uh, the Jimbao uh, Gravity Builder? 
Is that the knockoffs that everybody yep. has? That's the knockoff. Well, I it's, probably it's one. Have, of, it's right? one of them. The other one was like a GT, GTK or something. Gravity. I don't know, but they're they're yeah. They're, it's they're all knockoffs. You know? And they're all gravity builder, not yep. constructor, right? No, there's okay. nothing constructor. There's no knockoffs of constructor. This okay. is all. This is all the very detailed, uh, stylized knockoff of okay. uh, uh, whatever the original company was that uh, made gravity builder. Uh, I, I Toy can't World, think. right? Well, yeah, what? Well, yeah, it was Toy World. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Toy World. Toy World makes Constructor. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, I don't know who the company is. This is. It's just an old figure. It's an old stylized figure that everyone loved when it came out, and then, you know, once Toy World came out with their bots being so large, everyone just left all this stuff in the dust. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the one good, the one I shouldn't say good, the one cool thing they revealed was a uh, a sound wave hiss tank that will come with micro-sized figures of the hiss driver and Destro. Um, yeah. Again, this is all just drawings, so not even yeah. renders. Not even renders. It's like <laughs> it's like not even like yeah. This is like very childish drawings. So I don't know if this is just to gauge interest. Like, oh, if we get a thousand shares, let's make this or something, you know. But uh, Soundwave is. Eh doesn't look like sound wave to me yeah the legs are the treads are the legs the cockpit is his chest i think they should have done maybe a blitzwing you know maybe (laughs) they should have made the tank you know this this should have been yeah it should have been a blitzwing instead of a sound wave i don't know why they did a sound wave oh yeah you know what i'm saying Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because Blitzwing's already a tank. Yeah. You know, it would have yeah. fit better, you know, but, but they don't know what they're doing. They're just trying to make money. See, that 3A thing already threw me off that that thing was called Blitzwing when it. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I'm not, yeah. The, I'm definitely not a fan of the Blitzwing movie. I mean, oh, or the, the, the movie uh, look of what, because that's not our, our Blitzwing. Our Blitzwing is a, is a tank, and yes, it, it does turn into a jet. But yeah, I mean, Blitzwing is is going to be a tank. So I don't know what they decided with that thing. And plus the colors are way off. So. Yeah. Yeah, everybody thought that was Starscream when they Yeah, that's what we thought. We thought it was Starscream. Yeah, exactly. Like we had no idea. I mean, <sighs> so yeah, that's ridiculous, but um now one of my most favorite independents that I have not bought enough stuff from is Nonnef. So this is a guy that uh started off doing 3D printing stuff and now his stuff is actually uh manufactured in a factory so you don't have all that 3D uh stuff that comes with it. Uh announced a lot of add-on kits including some siege uh seeker stuff. But what really had me excited here was the G2 uh, Siege Sideswipe accessories. So, well, and I say Siege. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the Siege. That's crazy that he already has it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, 
this to me looks dope. And this is uh, this is one of my only official masterpiece <laughs> ones that weren't released by Hasbro was the G2 Sideswipe. Yeah, and all these so. accessories are exactly what came with the masterpiece figure. Exactly. So if you have the Mac and masterpiece figure, you could just put them on there. So, well, and they've got to be smaller, don't you think? Do you think maybe he like three D scanned them? I then, don't know. I mean, I I think it's pretty close to the masterpiece sideswipe G two sideswipe is pretty close to it, right? I mean, I don't yeah. Know. I no, I agree. They, not I think it'll. Bigger. I think they'll fit just fine. So uh, the cool thing about these is they'll have the little three millimeter pegs for the blast effects, if that's your thing. Again. Because I'm not buying the Target Masters or or whatever Weapon Masters, whatever they call them, Weaponizers. I don't. I have like one one blast effect, and the line's been out for a year already. So, um, let's see here. Going down, New Age. Lots of stuff we've already seen in our chat. I saw that you purchased the New Age Insecticons. Interesting. Yeah. How are you yep. going to, just because you are very, like, display-focused, how how are these going to fit into your display? I'm just curious. Uh, I mean, I really don't know. I just always wanted a small set uh, of Insecticons, and, and since uh, I watched that one video that came out from, the, from China, and uh, – these are very tiny. These are about the same height as Flipper. Now, did did you ever buy oh, Flipper? Oh, I didn't realize they were that small. Yeah. No. The only yeah. one I have is Cosmos. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know compared to Cosmos, um, but Flipper was 6 millimeter, and these are 6 millimeters. So oh, these are very, wow. very tiny. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to keep them in the box and do a box kind of a thing. I think they're just going to – I think they're going to have to sit um, you know, inside my world's smallest display and, you know, who knows? I haven't, uh, I just haven't really decided. I, I just wanted to get these. Um, I, I really like the Insecticons and, um, so th- I think they're going to do a, they're going to have the cartoon chest, I think. So I think they're going to do the cartoon ones and then the toy ones i mean i'm i'm i just order the toy ones so that's fine for me and the cartoon is silver right yeah yeah, yeah bombshell have a silver silver chest and stuff so. to me it's all about the yellow that's that's what i remember but that's yep. because i had i had one insecticide i had kickback as a kid and that was yeah it, i think so. i had yeah i had kickback that was the one that was on clearance of kb i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i got the kickback but yep um, and they're doing some diorama stuff. That's this interesting. is cool. Yeah, this this piques my interest. So oh, really? you know, yeah. Now you remember, I bought the big Teletran one. Yeah, you're like from masterpiece. The, I was gonna say you're one of the only people I knew <laughs> firsthand, <laughs> yeah. at least, that had that yeah. piece that like skyrocketed on the secondary market. So uh, yeah, this is really cool that they're making the Teletran one. They're making a little uh, repair bed so you can lay your uh, transformer down on it for Ratchet to repair. So I think that's really cool. Um, you know, they they haven't made an Optimus yet. Now I know they're 
I think they're using the DX9 Optimus here. I was going to say that's what it looked like to me. So I don't know if they're in, if they're we don't know these companies could be all the same company you know <laughs> um, who knows um, but yeah I think that's really cool and then uh, the coolest thing that I really was interested in is Megatron so I thought that was cool that they teased Megatron oh I didn't even notice that. I like blew past it. I was like, I mean, oh, I don't, throne, throne, I don't, throne. and I don't oh, yeah. know. I don't know if that's their figure, but it doesn't look like the DX nine. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not too sure, but I mean, it, it looks great if if it's their figure, but. Um, Iron Factory just showed a bunch of shit. The DJD that we've seen before. The sound wave that looks goofy as hell. Again, like. I am super glad that. Oh, I guess uh, one of the big ones they showed was Cliff Jumper. Uh, they're calling uh, Mini One Man Army, but still, uh, and and I'm all about stylized figures. It's I, too I, much. It's yeah. Too, I don't know, man. It's just too much. It's too much stylization. It doesn't look like the character. Yeah. And and I know they go after that IDW, and maybe this is just like he looked in IDW or something. But yeah, yeah, as much as I will never give up my chug line because I like the stylization in the chug line, they're taking it too far. Even the Mm -hmm. Ultra Magnus, being an Ultra Magnus collector, I don't want this Ultra Magnus. And I know this is... is very similar to the IDW, but I'm just like, no, it's, it's a pass. Um, X planet or X planet, planet X, uh, showed their Ironhide and ratchet and good on them for keeping up with this there, especially that group shot at the end. Absolutely looks spectacular. Like if that's what you're trying to build is a a war for Cybertron slash fall of Cybertron collection, X uh, Planet X has got you covered. The only character that I associate with is Perceptor in that picture. Yeah, he's probably the only one that looks close enough. I mean, the Bumblebee reminds me of the classic Cybertron Bumblebee, right? Yeah, yeah. But the rest of the figures, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who they are. Yeah, we get a uh, Silver Warrior and and Tran Project X uh, uh, showings again. Brand new companies. I can't really get into that. Uh, and then Fan Toys, uh, Fans Toys uh, brought in brought back, I should say, Acoustic Wave, and almost too cartoony for me in my opinion they're they're doing that whole takara thing where they're smoothing everything out yeah 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 they got they got rid of a lot of if you there was there was a comparison picture uh i think cheem had it there was a comparison picture of the original that was um because this would have been fans toys second figure right yeah uh shockwave was no, FTO this was one, right? I, I think in a podcast I heard that this was actually supposed to be their first figure because their first release was like an add-on kit or something. So so but, Shockwave was FTO3? Yeah, that's what I, I thought, but uh, yeah. and now I'm well, it that's doesn't okay. matter. Well, what, whatever. One of their first Whatever. Figures, so yeah. Right? 
Yeah, yeah. Because because Takara showed masterpiece Soundwave, and then they just they pulled back. You yeah. know, and that was the history. You know, of, of how this all happened. But yeah, it, it looks very. Uh, they took a lot of the stylized, not stylized, but a lot of the line work. They just they got rid of a lot of the line work, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this is gonna go. I mean, I'm sure, you know, people are gonna buy it because it's fans' toys, and they have they're known for good quality. Um, I think in cassette mode, it looks very thick to me. Um, and see, and I, I actually dig the alt mode, like to me, cause it's very, uh, uh, super G one E. I, I actually well, dig the alt mode more than the robot. But, mode. I, but it's very thick compared to, doesn't it look thick to you? Like it's like, it's a, like two sound waves put together sandwich. No, see, I, no? I for at least my memory of the cartoon, he he did seem very big as a okay. cassette player right. myself. You know, <laughs> like it didn't look like a, a cassette player at this size. You should, as a human, you should be able to hold your hold in your hand. And if I remember from like the cartoon, like Spike had to pick it up with two hands, you know, when he took it out of the arc and that kind of stuff. But who knows? Again, well, it, it's a pass for me. My my Takara one or my Hasbro one is perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, the cassettes are interesting. Again. I'm not a big fan of the laser beak. I don't think anyone's ever going to be able to touch Takara's laser beak. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally a masterpiece. Yeah. To me, it is the most, one of the most perfect transformers ever made. Um, the, uh, uh, frenzy and rubble look better. Um, but again, like you say, I mean, there's literally almost no detail on their legs mm-hmm. and that yep. looks a little strange to me um the ravage looks really good i really like yep. the ravage until you look at the back right it looks and like that, uh it looks like you took three pieces of wood <laughs> and kind of yeah it, it yeah but Again, I mean, like I say, people are probably going to love this thing, and they have such a a rabid following. You know, it, it's to me, it's almost like hot toys nowadays, where oh, people yeah, are yeah. just going to buy things because people they put buy. It out. Yeah, people are buying fans' toys just to keep in the box, and then I mean, look at Perceptor. Perceptor is selling for three hundred dollars right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, so you know, you buy it for 120 when it comes out, and now you're selling it for 300. You know, and uh, yeah, Fans Toys does reissues, but you never know when they're going to reissue it. So if you can, if you know, people are literally buying stock. You know, they're buying two or three of these figures and holding them. You yeah. know, it's crazy. So. Um, last slide of Soundwave, they tease a uh, blaster in there, which. Of course, yeah. Considering we've seen a official Iron Jaw mold, you know Blaster is coming from Takara any day now. I oh, mean, yeah. It, yep. it's, it's coming. Uh, we get their uh, Blitzwing, and yep. this is beautiful. Oh, yeah, like, this is Blitzwing. This yeah. is our Generation 1 Blitzwing, a, you know, beautiful tank mode, beautiful jet mode just looks wonderful 
Yeah, and they they took it a little far, and and here you see the line work, like we oh, were yeah. talking about. Yeah, there's, there's line, line work. work. I mean, everywhere. look at the back of look at the turret. Look at how how nice the venting is on that turret. I mean, yeah. that's that's great. Yeah, so it's kind of weird that they went super animation. <sighs> yeah, I don't. Sound wave I don't know. Go, yeah, super detailed with this, but and who uh, knows? It could it could change. I mean, but yeah, there's a ton of line work when you're looking in jet mode. At least you can really notice, like yeah, on the wings, of, like things that wings. should be smooth or yeah. Well, yeah. what I loved in the panel, they're like, "Look at this jet mode. You can't see any sign any sign of a tank there." I'm like. It's a fucking rectangle. You can definitely see that that's, <laughs> that there's a tag. Don't act like they hit it perfectly just because you yeah. don't see like treads pop, popping out of the bottom right. or something. But the tank is much cleaner than the jet, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think they said, well, I don't know. I'm guessing the treads are going to be probably die cast and movable treads and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's. I'd be curious about that. In my opinion, if you, I mean, tanks need to move on a, or treads need to move on a tank, uh, and that's that to me is a sign of a masterpiece, you know. But yeah, um, for the and I don't know if they've ever done this. They are re they're re doing a character they already released. Well, it, the, I mean, Sea Spray was a it was a horrible figure. It was it a was fail. a skinny <laughs> it was a skinny legged, you know, skinny legged figure, and yeah, it just he didn't had a look like. Pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this looks this looks much better to me. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm I'm still not and and I've been looking Cosmos and uh sea spray are two of my favorite figures just because they were out at the time that i was really buying toys as a kid and i had both of them same thing with warpath and i've been holding off on those figures for the ultimate versions of them um and i think x transpots is what i'm going with because i don't like how they have the cockpit of the of the hovercraft in his feet. Uh, that just yeah. looks weird to me. Um, but, and, and I think he's too sleek in hovercraft mode. He's too long and skinny. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's one of those. Yeah. The, the hovercraft mode is really not that great. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, Zhai Zhang, you get this amazing, uh, what is it? Uh, not Beast Wars, but what is it called? Beast Machines. Um, yeah, Dragon. Know, stuff. yeah, people are yes. saying this is like one of the best figures ever made. And good for people that are interested in this figure. But yeah, no connection to it. Uh, get into fans' hobby, uh, most well known for their power baser that everybody loves. Uh, their Thunder Clash looks great. Again, just not my wheelhouse. They're they're very mecha, you know. And I love mechs, but this is just a little too much. And they're just continuing. They're they're making uh, a. Uh, I forget what the attachment is, but a, the God Bomber attachment 
to the uh, powered prime, powered convoy, and they're just, I mean, good on them. They're staying in their lane. They're producing what they know they can. The Minerva is cool. It's it's much smaller, but again, no connection to Minerva, so nope. easy pass. Uh, X Transbots. Uh, I was afraid that they may not continue these. They, they've been released as exclusives, and and I really just was like, eh. I, I haven't I haven't bit on any masterpiece combiners just because it just seems like they keep getting better and better. Mm-hmm. But these G two Stunicons are really catching my. <laughs> <laughs> and now that they've produced another one, I'm just like, eh, I I might bite on these. I I I'm already in on the uh, fans project G2 Stunicons that A3U are putting out, and so I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll do these, but we'll see. Uh, skipping over that. Uh, Masterminds Creations, their Shattered Glass Drift. Uh, as of the panel, they said this was completely sold out, so this obviously did very well for them. Uh, if you look at the last picture of it, it came with a second head that was a Deadpool head, which was kind of interesting to me, considering Mrs. McFavor is such a Deadpool fan. But... Uh, Again, not a huge drift fan. I have the clubs, shattered glass drift. I don't need to buy third party drift. Uh, being a Wreckers fan, their guzzle is really interesting. I just don't, and I know it's true to the comic. I do not like fucking. What do they call those tanks where all their treads are separate? It, it was the same thing as the Warpath in the main line. H tanks, H tanks. That's what they call them. To me, they're just a huge cheat. This is just a huge cheat, in my opinion. Um, the robot mode looks good. Uh, they made a brawn out of the same mold. Again, the robot mode looks great, but his little H tank cheat looks shitty, in my opinion. Uh, we get into MMC's remix line, and this is where we get the tapes. Uh, so these are full-size tapes, if you're not familiar with all the other ones they've put out. Um, the Iron Jaw is the least desirable, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Looks like a lion that has a box on its head, instead right, of that right. being a mane. But... Yeah. But the Eject and Rewind and the, uh, what's his? I think it was called Rhinehorn or something. Yeah, yeah, Rhinehorn sounds right. At least that was the original G1 name, I believe. Yeah, yeah, those three look amazing. The Rhinehorn has the bulk it should have. Mm-hmm. The 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 brother cassettes have have the build they should have for you know anthropomorphic yep. tapes <laughs> yep. but uh yeah the iron jaw is probably my least favorite but i i'm kind of with other people i'm like shit maybe i should jump on this and and get ready for this 
Um, but uh, here's the one that I thought was weird. It, it's called High Fidelity Remix 01 Plus Cage. And yeah. So does that I'm sound kinda... like it's a re-release, but with a cage, right? So they'll charge another twenty bucks or something, or well, or is it high just fidelity? The cage? So I mean, to me, to me, if I if you were if you transform that cage, it's gonna be a cassette. I think. Oh wow! That's I, what I'm looking at. I don't see enough lines in that. Like, I don't see enough joints or anything. But No, I mean, it, it, I just think that it's going to be in a cassette case. So oh, I think the I cage is just going to be, yeah, I think oh, it's going to all. Okay. I think it's, I think all those bars are going to kind of compact kind of a thing. And I don't think it actually comes with another Jaguar, though. I think it's just, I know it says RMX 01 plus. But then it says the cage. So I yeah. think it's the cage that's going to transform into a cassette. Interesting. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm looking at. Just if, I, if you reverse engineer the, you know, the, the top and the bottom <laughs> collapse, the bars come down. And that's, it, yeah, right? I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a cassette, uh, you know. Or maybe it'll come in a VHS. I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> And then their masterpiece line—they didn't fucking show shit that show anything we haven't seen besides the TFCon exclusive. Uh, the little meme is cute with Springer turning around and RC being like, "What?" You know, you see that meme everywhere. Um, and then they're all built-in line. Um, I am really. I'm really curious to see how this plays out because, and now granted I am heavily influenced because I ha I own no masterpiece combiners. I'm right. heavily influenced by Bobby Skullface and him saying that parts forming is the way to go. That's mm -hmm. the way you keep them solid. That's the way you keep the other two modes as accurate as possible and then MMC went this completely different direction, and they're doing the all-built-in series, where everything is built in. So, uh, to me, they don't look as good as, as some of the other releases, just because you can tell, like, especially on, on this figure, uh, you can tell that the fist is stored inside his chest. You know, he's got this big barrel chest, so that's the only place that fist can be kind of thing. But I don't know if that's me knowing that the fist is there. Like, if I didn't know the fist had to be in there, that it wouldn't be there. Yeah, this is kind of a You're, mind fuck for me. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't matter, though, right? This is, the, you know, this masterpiece stuff, you kind of stay away from until it goes on clearance anyway, right? That's for me, all. at least. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. who, who, who cares, you know? Yeah. I mean. So, so, again, we talked about a lot of stuff, but not a lot of new stuff. We kind of rehashed things we had already talked about. We had already seen that Vortex. 
Um, we'd already seen the new age Insecticons. So, uh, yeah, that TF, Con- uh, TF Toronto panel was kind of disappointing. Uh, as a reminder, TFCon US is coming up in October. So who knows? Maybe we'll see a ton more stuff there. But yeah, um, considering this is like the, I wouldn't say the main draw. The main draw is community and friends and love and all that kind of stuff. But as far as panel goes, this is the main draw for uh, TFCon. It's well, there's, I mean, TFCon Toronto, there's not a whole lot of people that go from the U.S. Yeah, you know? so, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean it, that's just the truth of it all. I mean, the the main the main event technically is the one that's in U.S. Yeah, as far as now. the amount the amount of people that we know that are going to go. Yeah, so. that's exactly right. So, all right. Well, like I say, we had a not a ton of of stuff left for an entire show, but we're going to save that next time uh so you might be talking about what about the g1 sound wave or what about g1 prime being on clearance we'll talk about that in a couple weeks i think you've heard enough toy news i know i'm after spending four hours doing these show notes literally four hours (laughs) and now three hours talking about it i don't think i want to talk toys for a couple weeks (laughs) yeah i'm done i'm done with all this stuff you know (laughs) oh shit yeah you know 98 percent of things you're not gonna buy you know or and me either not putting that on you 98 percent of our listeners are not gonna buy this stuff or our listeners are not going to buy 98% of the stuff we talked about. So, oh my God. All right, guys. Well, we're going to see your asses sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner.
Silence, silence. Suddenly silence, silence. 